Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Just, just uh-huh. Just a thousand. Yep. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Bastards Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and the final and most dramatic Battle Royale episode of Who Wants to Be a Bastard. What do we my name is Michael Basinger. With me are Brad Polly, hello, Matt Polly, hey there, Brandon Andrus, and Brandon Polly, Lucas Allen, <laughs> and Lucas nope. Joshua Casey. It is not you. Lucas Allen. Uh, and together Josh we are the here glorious either. bastards. This was supposed to be a pastors think tank episode. Uh, half our brain is missing. Well, half of our brain is shooting really. their brains out on a, a third on a of our brain. Yes. Um, <laughs> announcement: Steve Austin Facebook takeover is tomorrow. So if you're not listening to this. You know, Wednesday morning or, you know, Thursday night, then just ignore this. You can go back and watch it. Uh, Facebook.com slash Bowser's Podcast. Um, it's 8 p.m., uh, December 5th, 2018, in the We're year of our Lord. Fucked man. <laughs> Who'd you say was doing that? Steve Austin. Steve Austin. <laughs> Astronaut. Yeah, I'm I'm you do. You, you don't have to play the whole clip every time, though. And then, well, I didn't. It's got a minute 15 left. Oh, for okay, fuck's sake. <laughs> All right. Uh, also, next week, Ask a Pastor's episode. So, um, Ask a Pastor. Call 484 Pastor. That's 484 727 8373. Ask for Jimmy. We need questions. So, not that Jimmy. Has anybody called yet? We have had a few questions. I, for some reason, stopped giving me notifications. So I was panicking, thinking we didn't have any any voicemails, but I went and actually logged into Google Voice and it. They thought we they were some. calling into the uh, Steve Austin yes. dial <laughs> in t- Christmas program show. So, any questions Steve doesn't get covered, just voicemail them. <laughs> yeah, there you go. To us, and we'll, we'll talk so about So, Lucas it. and uh, Casey. They knew that their real co-host was showing up tonight, <laughs> and uh, they were intimidated. Yes. The fifth Beatle. Like, not Brandon. <laughs> no, not him. Um, uh, also, what, Spotify. One of, the, one of them will be here later. The other one has explosive diarrhea. Yes. <laughs> we'll let you figure that out. <laughs> to, be, to be continued. Um, <laughs> a Very Pastor's Christmas Playlist Volume 2 is available on Spotify. Um, also, uh, send your, your yeah, fat pastor, Joel. You need to listen to that. Stuff I put now. a lot of effort into that. Yes. Brad, really, uh, really. <laughs> I, was, I was off and Michael's like, I really need you to send those. I'm like, God damn it. Fine. First one he sent was the same first song he chose. <laughs> it was, uh, spend doctor's Christmas. Yes, right? absolutely. He, he sent me the first and I was like, God damn it, Brad. <laughs> I think my response was fucking use it anyway. Yeah. That was my response. Was I'm great. not redoing it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even put my recording I've, shit I've decided this is the last one you two will Thank be involved you. in. I am Thank totally God. fine with that. So, Brandon, I need you to step it up next year. <laughs> I'm here ready? for you. I'm here. Okay. Um, send in your Fat Pastor's Yuletide celebration goods. We'll we'll take them for yeah. in a couple more weeks. You could have Billy help out. It'll just be a bunch of prodigy Christmas songs. Oh, but. God. <laughs> Hey, Billy got a reference. You know. Oh, I thought yeah. you said Billy got arrested. I was like, finally, um, <laughs> Bill. <laughs> about take time. Um, yeah, that's that's let's let's do this show. No, 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 no. Let's not. Now listen. What? I I've been to every. I've driven in every state, except for two. Yeah. I've driven in Canada as well. I've driven in Mexico. Indiana is the worst. Yes, it is. It's pretty bad. It, it's tied with South Carolina. It's actually it's pretty bad. I yeah. think I saw where In recently driving. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like the road. And you guys would so know bad. you you guys oh, would know terrible. as well. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. 
undrivable. 38 degrees on the way here. Roads are dry. And people are driving 12 miles an hour. <laughs> I'm like, anyway. <laughs> Casey will never get here. No, he won't. He will never yeah. get here. Nope. Uh, poor outrageous. Casey. You know, I, I could love my enemies, but no, I could love my enemies, but not, not drive. Not people dr- drive no, slow. No, no. no. no that, it, drives me, it drives me crazy. If there's one thing I hate, <laughs> it's the roads. <laughs> All right. This will not stand, you know, this aggression. I'm just going to progress stand, without man. you guys. Who cares? God damn it. <laughs> hey, hey, what are you drinking? Hey, hey. What are we drinking? Uh, Matt, you got the bottle. Hello, hello, hello. From uh, Great Legs Brewing hello. Company in Cleveland, Ohio. It's Cleveland. Cleveland. Is it? That's what they said when they thought the Cavs were going to win the championship. Uh, and they, they were didn't. wrong. And LeBron <laughs> fucked off to L.A. and they'll never win again. <laughs> well, they did win one. <laughs> so um, This is a Christmas ale with spices and honey. It's Don't good, but the... The beer elitist prick across from me <laughs> won't even drink it. Hey, to be fair, I, I was at that brewery this summer, and they have amazing. It's I don't care for that one that you're drinking tonight. <laughs> it's good. It, how yeah. can you not like it? Oh, wait a second. Does it say Founders on it? No. Okay. Well. Son of a shit. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Brandon. It only costs $10 a six pack, not 20 Twenty dollars per bottle, yeah, you mean? Exactly. We went to that the, the Senior Hop Slam. Just refuses <laughs> to drink anything but that. Oh, you open up his fridge, you hear a money sound. Seriously. <laughs> <Ka-ching, ka-ching. laughs> money, 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 money. <laughs> dick pills are selling well this year. Okay, yeah. <laughs> boing, boing, <laughs> boing. Stop. My uh, penis can only get so erect. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Bojangles saddles up to a doctor's office. Is like, I got all sorts of dick pills for you, and the doctor's like, No, did you give me no, an NT right? Did, did I give you the NT right one? Soundbite. Oh, you did. I haven't put it on here. No. <laughs> That's why yeah. you don't give. Jeez. Oh, I'm just, uh, <laughs> That's why you don't give Matt sound bites. That's, he, that geez. might be my favorite. I'm dizzy. <laughs> I'll send it. To, I'll send it to Michael. He can. I'll, I'll, I'll use uh, it. Can't uh, trust you guys with uh, sound bites. Uh, um. <laughs> okay. Here we go. This round was on uh, Daniel Zaplicky. Daniel James Zaplicky. Um. He, Daniel James Zaplicky. Probably not Zaplicky. Zaplicky. Zaplicky? My God. Zaplicky. Zaplicky. Um, it's the Zach, was, Zap Licky Boom Boom Down. That's what they called him in high school. That was my nickname in high school. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Dang it. Beat Matt to it. Finally. Zaplicky. Uh, Zaplicky. I'm going to go with Zaplicky. What the fuck? I've been working what? off Zaplicky. What is happening right now? <laughs> That's the only words that anybody remembers from that song. What, Licky what? Boom Boom Down. <laughs> Licky Boom Boom Down. Uh, Daniel Zay. Daniel James Z, uh, was born in a military family where he went to 18 schools in 12 years. Jeez. Uh, he played Nathan Detroit in his high school play. Uh, he reads and writes Latin. What? 
What are you doing? <laughs> Detroit. <laughs> Just keep going. I lick you boom boom down. See, that's always been anybody. I lick you boom boom down. Here we go. I lick you boom boom down. <laughs> what a piece of shit. I lick you boom boom down. God, okay. that is just awful. <laughs> Let's focus here, guys. Nathan, I might have, may or may not have uh, owned the uh, single of that. You did. Uh, Daniel <laughs> Reeves can't confirm. writes uh, Latin, German, Polish, Chinese, and Japanese. Jeez. Wait, what? He reads and writes Latin, German, Polish, Chinese, and Japanese. Guten Tag, Zigaretten. All in fruitless <laughs> attempts to impress his would-be girlfriends. Eagle Scout doesn't get you laid. Well, except that one time in England. But speaking Japanese does. Well, <laughs> turning Japanese does. Oh, wow. Oh, God. What? Michael. Uh, Jeez. Uh, That's not he a racist was, song at all. It is no, very racist. No, not, not in the least. Yeah. Uh, he Thanks wa- for referencing it, though, by the way. I appreciate that. Well. I, I aim to please. <laughs> he, he has turned. Uh, he has helped furnish marketing. He has helped furnish marketing campaigns for Universal, Disney, Warner Brothers in Japan and China. Lego Harry Potter is on the menu. Don't tell anyone. Oops. I hope that was not something I was not supposed to tell. Um, <laughs> he briefly worked for ABWE in Wyclef uh, Bible Translators. They're on your side. He worked for who? Uh, APWE and Wyclef. Wyclef Was that that guy from... uh, (laughs) Wyclef Jean. Uh, He negotiated the VeggieTales onto the airwaves in Ethiopia, Yemen, and UAE. Hashtag Bob and Larry are Shrek and Fiona's sex toys. Big big Wyclef fans. Big big white y- big Wyclef fans in uh, Haiti. By the way, his face is everywhere. Is really? Yes. Hashtag uh, DreamWorks forever. Uh, he's a huge comic book nerd, emer- emergency medical technician, and a graduate student. He's just every man, isn't he? Yeah, he, he is. can do anything. Uh, he kid. plays the ukulele badly. Except he can do everything but win fantasy football. Oh, yeah, he says almost, <laughs> as ba- almost as badly as he plays fa- fantasy football. Currently our Sacco lead. So. Nice. Uh, none of the above. <laughs> none of the above has been as much fun as his... Uh, three boys and their constant lines of questioning regarding actual science and useful things in the world. Or as much fun as their patient mother, who thinks to Hillary McBride's advice, uh, Dan has really learned to go down on. What? That's well. Wait. <laughs> wait. <laughs> well, wait. I'm all grown up now. <laughs> well. Huh. Well, Boy, I'd, uh... Uh, Baby, please. <laughs> I am not from Havana. The Ooh. word itself makes some men uncomfortable. Vagina. <laughs> That's the. <laughs> that might be the first time one of our uh, write-ins has referenced really? oral sex. Yeah. Uh, he loves his family. Good, good on you, I suppose. Uh, he loves the pub. Uh, Everyone. <laughs> Jesus. He. He loves the pub, a non-compliant to the prejudice, a god non-compliant to the prejudices of old men in the Green Bay fucking Packers. He likes <laughs> hashtag stay thirsty, my friends. So, ha ha, you don't have a coach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if if you like, 
Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Zap Licky. I'm going with Zap Licky. It's, it's not Zap Licky. Not Zap Licky. boom, boom, down. <laughs> um, if you'd like to buy a start calling him. We're going to start Zap calling Licky him. Boom, boom, no, down. we're going to start calling him Informer. If you'd like to buy us around, head on over to patreon.com slash Pastors Podcast. You can get access to spinoff podcasts and access to the Pastors Pub. It's a closed Facebook group where we talk about life, spirituality, and everything else. Uh, things discussed in the pub this week. Starbucks is blocking porn from their Wi-Fi. Yes. What are you going to do on your 10-minute breaks, guys? <laughs> we get 10-minute breaks. No. <laughs> Sorry, I can't hear up. you over the sound of my giant throbbing <laughs> erection. That's the Burt Reynolds episode. <laughs> God, I love that episode so much. <laughs> now I can. I'm all ears. Oh, man. Um, also <laughs> discussed uh, Secret Santas. Oh, yeah, the Secret Santas. Yeah. Uh, my they're, present, they're my gift, in. still not to my person yet. Oh, because yeah. Because they live for fucking ever away from me. So yeah, that'll happen. Should be there tomorrow, hopefully. So, it's really cool. So we, there's this uh, pastored Secret Santa group that yeah. people elected to be in and you know, where all the gifts are rolling in, so that's pretty cool. Yep. Uh, Elf on a Shelf? Yeah. How do you guys feel about Elf on a yeah, Shelf? We've never, do it. We've never done it. it. It's exhausting. It is exhausting. <laughs> Hard pass. Really are you still is. doing it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do it too. It's, I whatever, man. Every every morning Will wakes up and he's like, the elf hasn't moved. <laughs> <laughs> he's sleeping in, buddy. And j- Yeah. Have you seen the thing going around where somebody like wrapped a bandage around the leg of, of it and said it has... He has a broken leg and can't move for two weeks. Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, forgetting to move that's like forgetting if you give your kid uh, money for the tooth fairy. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, right, He's yeah. fucking up and he wakes up in the morning. My tooth's still here. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, um, well, I'll call that lazy. She fuck. left it with me. Uh, <laughs> here, buddy. Uh, top three uh, Christmas movies. What do you got? Uh, I think I put Christmas Story, Christmas Vacation, and It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, wow. Teacher says, every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. I got Christmas Story, uh, Miracle on 34th Street, and Home Alone. One and two. I like them both. So. I'd go Christmas Vacation, Christmas Story, and Home Alone, probably. I, talking, I just I don't watch Christmas I was Christmas talking movies, to our boss yeah. today about Home Alone. He watched it last night. He's like, I haven't watched it in years. I have like four of those. Like at some point yeah. you'd think DCS would step in. You would think DCS would step in and be like, yeah, maybe we should take this kid away from these parents. They clearly <laughs> don't know what they're doing. Uh, update, uh, etc. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's he's in the county. He's about twenty. <laughs> yeah. you know, he's about a half hour out. Probably. Yeah, he's in, he's in the county though. <laughs> what is that? God, what are you doing, <laughs> Brandon? Do you have a favorite Christmas movie? I'm going with uh, Home Alone for sure. Uh, One or two. One. I haven't seen that in years. Does it hold up? Does oh, it hold oh, yeah. Up? We, I just watched we it again watched the other it, night. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Christmas Story and what's the one you said? Christmas, Christmas vacation. vacation. The old one. It's Miracle on 34. Oh, yeah. No, the what? It's a it's wonderful, wonderful life. life. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Can't remember the name of it. But. Fantasy football update. We are all in the playoffs, boys. Yeah, yeah I shit the bed last week. Wait, you made it too? Yeah. I thought you were doing terribly. I, I uh, lost a lot of games, but I I barely scraped by. So. I won well, six and seven in the playoffs. I was in the top ten to of, of scores of street knowledge. Fun fact: I'm eight and five, and I'm leading my division in points. I just yep. I scored 133 yeah. points last night and lost. I know it's yeah. so irritating. God, what the fuck? I know. <laughs> yep. That's, you know the craziest thing in my league is that I ended up number one. 
That um, is crazy. And I'm the number one seed, so that's crazy. <laughs> Are you addressing me? But the fifth-seeded team is uh, Robert Griffin the Turd. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, Chain link and if, if, if he wins first round, I got the buy first round, so I'll have him second round. He's going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, I don't know what he's happened. He's averaging with more the, points than you. His, his third and highest points. has been insane. Yep. Anyway. Jason Williams is still number one with points. Um, but uh, Justin Combs is still better, the best record at 12-1. Yeah. and one, but, yeah. Playoffs, it's a whole different season, though, folks. Everybody's 0-0. Oh oh. Yep. It's all fun at games till players start sitting. Yeah, I know. Because yep. the team's already made Week 17. I'm probably screwed. Because I lost the Ra- championship the, because my, of that. The Rams, are my half my team are from the Rams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they've already clinched their division, so I'm fucked. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> all right, let's do uh, this. Dessert celebration. Brandon, you don't want to taste my nuts? (laughs) Come on, buddy. (laughs) Okay, these are from Chloe McLaughlin. Chloe Mack is back with Chloe with 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 feet. Treats are jacked. (laughs) Uh, She wrote us a letter. Oh, man, hold on. (laughs) You've got mail. There you go. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. Wonder who it's from? Mail time. What the hell are you playing? <laughs> I was like, I don't remember that part. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> what was that? Did that just say content? Just, it had to run DMC or uh, NWA. Like, Ice tea. Yeah, there you go. Just, fun fact, if you hear any sort of late 80s to mid 90s rap, anywhere in that, it's Brandon. Yes, Brandon, 100% Brandon. Brandon's plugged into the board tonight, yeah. so beware. <laughs> expect, uh, expect all old school rap. Okay, so here's what she says. Hey, turds, here are my famous Christmas pecans, a.k.a. my sweet and salty nuts. There are three baggies of them, so you don't have to share unless bald Jesus, etc., or Brian Ambrosia show up. (laughs) (laughs) Screw them. Their opinions don't count. Enjoy. Love you, idiots. Chloe. Little did she know that my X Factor were glazed nuts. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Here we go. Sounds about right. All right. I've got music. Eat those nuts, boys. The bag is very Christmassy. It's like a two short rap spin around the wild. I rock to the beat and got my own style. I'm from the OCT. Man, I love those. Those are really good. Man, those are ridiculous. You know what I like about those? A lot of times when you have these, you can't even taste the pecan anymore. Mm-hmm. But you I like actually pecan. taste the pecan. I really like pecans, though. Yeah. Oh, that's great. There we go. Oh, man, I'm going to kill those. Gosh. Brian Ambrosia liked those, too. Yeah. <laughs> but he's not voting. <laughs> His vote means nothing. All right. Damn. Mm. You got to get those away from me. I'm going to eat all your tears, refill your fears. We're headed into the new speed. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> 
By the way, those are really good with the uh, Christmas sale. I figured they would be. Yeah. All right. The Christmas sale that Brandon won't drink. Are we still it's only doing good. one? One story? No, we can do as many as you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me load up 12 stories here. Um, well, I'll go first because I'm just going to make everybody mad. Um, you can talk su- about politics. Seven-year-old Ryan. I uh, hate this kid. Fuck top, this kid and his parents. Tops the list of the biggest YouTube earners from toy reviews. Yep. Look what you did, you little jerk. <laughs> Perfect Welcome timing. to Ryan's Toys Review. Yep, meet Ryan, the primary school kid who, according to Forbes, Forbes. made $29.8 yeah. million dollars yeah, reviewing on toys on YouTube this year. Jesus. Oh, fun fact, toys he doesn't even <laughs> fucking have to pay for because toy companies send them to him. Yeah, they want what? him to. Yeah. How do you even start that? I don't get I it. I don't know. I don't get how you start something like that. You can't well, now. You can't now. Yeah, you've got to, you had to get it on the ground floor with shit like that. 17.3 million subscribers. Well, it's the same thing, guys. There's the guys that are multi-millionaires Jeez. because they sit and play fucking video games all day and talk about it. He's probably owned by a company. I'm sure he is at this point. <laughs> well, yeah. he has his own toys now. That's yeah, what's crazy. Does. Like, um, yeah, you can go to Walmart. And Target, they've got... And Target, yeah. Yeah, they've got like his toys, like little eggs and shit. Jeez, I'm just angry on the internet. It's the most <sighs> annoying show on YouTube. My six year old got into it for a while, and I kept disparaging the kid. I did too. So he stopped watching it. So they actually, they actually have a top ten list here. So the kid, the kid that is at the top is seven years old. So everyone else is around twenty or younger. And number two is twenty nine million. God, I mean going down. Number six. 23 million. Logan Paul no, has no, a come over. Logan Paul is 19.6 million. 19.6 million dollars. You guys are doing it all oh, wrong. Bro. Wait, wait, how are you guys doing on Patreon again? Not, <laughs> not that not much. That well, no. <laughs> Patreon.com. That's why we're drinking this uh, Great Lakes if you uh, really, Christmas brew. Right. <laughs> if you want to really shove it to Ryan, we can't, we can't afford, we can't afford, we can't afford hop <laughs> slam, Brandon. <laughs> you going to give me my money? Where's my money, man? <laughs> 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 Where's the money? <laughs> Just for this moment. Uh, like that? that feel good? That feel good? <laughs> Just keeps going. That's marvelous. Uh, oh, man. All right. Yeah. So, that all so you that's got. my story. Michael, what do you think about the uh, Avengers trailer being delayed by one day because I... of George Bush dying? Oh, I had no idea. You didn't know he died? No, I knew that. <laughs> I, knew about, I knew about the death of. of so, of like, George the mail isn't running tomorrow? Like, no, they're not. Schools are closed. I'm like, schools are this closed. Tomorrow? Yes, there's some. Mm-hmm. Not, oh, it, not our school. Like, did you. Is that normal? I don't know. Who was the last president I mean, to die? Like, Nixon or Reagan? Reagan was, yeah. Was Reagan or Nixon? I think it Re- might have been Nixon. But I don't remember any of. I mean, I guess Nixon's a different story, right. but. I don't remember Wait. any of this shit ever happening. Is no, Jim- I don't either. I mean, George Real Bush. talk. Is Jimmy Carter dead? No, no he's okay. like 90. Dude's he's like still not- building houses for Habitat for yeah. Humanity. <laughs> but like, I don't understand. I, I was because I was like, I don't remember the mail stopping the last president that died. Like, what the fuck is happening? Unless- he was a one term president. And kind of didn't really do anything. I mean, I, I mean, he was fine. I mean, I'm not disparaging him. Like, I don't know anything about him other than yeah. I vaguely remember him being president when I was like. Eight. 
Well, I remember the Iraq War starting, but, but I, remember, I remember Saturday Night Live covering it. <laughs> but I just Dana I Carvey. don't know, man. It was just weird. I I just mm-hmm. you know I I don't ever remember that shit happening. No, I have either. no idea. So yeah. Anyway, I. Right. So anyway, the Avengers uh, trailer is <laughs> being delayed because of it. So yeah, I didn't yeah, know. So when is it dropping? I think the next day, Thursday. But they had Captain Marvel trailer last night drop during the football game at halftime. Mm. Does it look good? It looks incredible. Yeah, it looks great. Another oh. fucking superhero movie, just what we all needed. <laughs> I need to read some of the uh, Jesus fucking. Trying to get us out of reality a little bit, Brad. God, every goddamn movie now is a fucking superhero <laughs> mm-hmm. movie. Fuck me. You did, know you guys, did you guys watch? What, what's that one? Fun fact: the guy's gonna win. Good guy wins. <laughs> what was the uh, Jesus? You can save yourself thirteen dollars. Did you guys watch? <laughs> There you go. You know what, Brad? Life does not stop and start. Yeah, I don't fucking care. Birdman. No, I haven't heard no. it. It's incredible. Superhero yeah. movies. It's incredible. <laughs> I'm still eating these pecans and I can't stop. I thought I took the bag. Yeah, I stole Michael. Oh, oh I sorry, I took the bag away from you. <laughs> God, you fucking bastard. <laughs> don't nobody, right. nobody touch my nuts, Brad. <laughs> Thank you, Michael, for the 12th nut joke of the night. <laughs> Hands off the nuts, man. Can't even hashtag these suckers. All right. Did you say something? Never mind. It's low-hanging low fruit. Matt, what do you got? Very low. Um, the older I get, the lower they yes. are. I know, for real. Jesus Christ, what is happening? I don't know. I've got suspenders on mine. Um, <laughs> gravity's just a theory. That's what I hear like flatters <laughs> say. I'm like, yeah. Have, have you, you seen my balls? Is? Have you seen my nutsack? Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, look at my knees mm-hmm. at this point. <laughs> Pretty much. I just have to decide which pant leg I'm going to put them in in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I have to I'm alternate. alternator. It rubs yeah. one raw. You have to go back and forth through the day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you both have that now. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, all right. From uh, Kaylin. KNTV. Yep. Uh, Where news in your neighborhood. Hey, do we have any more of those pecans anywhere? No, we don't. Do not You're not eating anymore. What happened to my God? Here, here's your goddamn bag. Ridiculous. You need neighborhood. to change your vote. I think I do. Man crashes into tree after driving with his head out car window like Ace Ventura. <laughs> Everybody get that? Yeah. Okay. Um, I do have a soundbite for that. Yeah, I tried doing that once. Not easy to drive. Don't no. do that. <laughs> All right. Uh, man was taken into custody <clears throat> and processed for DUI after crashing his car into a tree, according to a police accident report. The the report... <laughs> you gave in, didn't you? <laughs> the reports say the man... Senior Hopslam is lowering <laughs> his standards, everyone. <laughs> He's slumming it down here He's with coming, the rest of us. Coming down from the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Even Jesus came down after he was transferred. He's down here slumming it with the rest of us. Yeah. The report says the man was driving eastbound on South Cotner. Cotner? Never. Oh, Boulevard then. near South 56th Street when he veered off the road. I know where that is. No, I don't. Uh, and striking up, uprooting a tree in a ne- nearby yard and coming to a rest of colliding with a retaining wall. Man told officers that'll, that'll happen. Man told officers he had crashed because his windshield wipers weren't working and he was forced to drive with his head out the window. Like Ace Ventura, the report says. The report says the man had a BAC of .137. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, crash wow. caused five hundred dollars in damage. Anyway, all right, that's it. Okay, so I'll do it. Um, Cop was you like, really expect me to not push you up against the wall, Biatch? 
You know what? I never connected this, but that kind of sounds like you at the I, end. I thought it was me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, okay, here we go. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, from pedestrian.tv. What? I Where? I, yeah, this is most definitely not a fake news story. Where it's Snopes not. You sure hangs about out that? all day. Kate Beckinsale is the latest to put, quote, quote liquefied cloned foreskins on her face. Nope. Nope. Uh, what kind of foreskins? <laughs> Liquefied. Just, just give me, just give me a minute here. What the fuck, man? So, Woof. yeah. Once again, uh, the thing known as "quote unquote" penis facials. Nope. No! Um, I always tried to do that with my wife, and she says she doesn't want one. I know. See, she just doesn't know. know what she's missing. Um, it's it a. Give you the heart. I don't think it means what you think it so means. So back in March of this year, uh, Kate Blanchett uh, introduced the world to the penis facial. Oh, Jesus Christ. The actor, is, actress is had that, received... Is that where we're going to go? Is that where we laid it on for let's a name? I'm just reading it. That. I'm just reading it. No, let's see if we can top that. <laughs> they didn't in Operation Hot Mother. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, Yo, we word out on the street, man. You're be hot, Captain. <laughs> Since you got your new album coming out. Oh. Ain't that a bitch? You know goddamn well I'm on that other level. It's okay. Oh, I'm glad we played the thing four times an episode now. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, anyway, the actress received the treatment with... with okay, uh, you jizzed all over your sheets. With it's Sandra okay. Bullock from... I'm not making this up. From celebrity facialist Georgia Louise. Ugh, celebrity... You know what? Facialist. That person makes a shitload of money doing that. Speaking to Vogue Australia at the time, Blanchett says she gives what we call the penis facial, and it's something. I don't know what it is, or whether it's just because it smells a bit like sperm. There's some enzyme in it, so Sandy refers to it as a <sighs> penis fa- facial. <laughs> God, what um, that's a literal man. quote. Uh, as it turns out, the treatment is actually called the Hollywood EGF for epidermal growth factor. <laughs> Pardon me. Uh, I don't know you can just call <laughs> dermis is covered, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just call. Can we just call? Your epidermis smells like burnt green beans. <laughs> God, I hope somebody's writing this down. Um, can we just call Shut it? Shut up and take my money. <laughs> just call it a bukkake and get it over with. Um, oh. And according to Louise, quote is derived from the progenitor cells of the human fibroblast taken from Korean newborn baby foreskin. Which helps to generate. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> 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 a, a, a few questions. A few questions. Why Korea? I'm just reading it. I don't know. I'm just reading it. What? It's derived from the progenitor cells of the human fibroblast. No, the Germans just won't do. No. <laughs> Fuck you. Taking Fuck you Korean. and your white Aryan foreskins. <laughs> Get those off my face. Get your white Aryan foreskins off my face. Which helps to generate collagen and elastin. Just put fucking lotion on your face. God damn it. Anyway, so um, fuck now Beckinsale has hopped on the penis f- penis facial bandwagon. Well, yeah, I bet hmm. she has. Yeah, my God. <laughs> I had snoo snoo. <laughs> uh, she quote said, after a long flight, I do not like to lie down and be covered in a mask. Oh, I do like to be lie down and be covered in a mask of liquefied cloned foreskins. Frankly, who cloned. does liquefied cloned, cloned foreskins? foreskins. <laughs> she what? said. Thank you, at Georgia Louise K, for an amazing facial. Hmm. <sighs> I especially liked you reassuring me it would be 
quote, light on penis, as it was my first time. The the, the, the sins, all same. So the sins. <laughs> just the tip the first time, guys. I'm very light on penis. Actually, technically, it's always just the tip. Just the... The old tip, not the new Who, tip. Who's the guy that was draping it over his head? <laughs> <laughs> the guy that could use it as like a curtain? Beavis. Um, it costs uh, $650 for an hour and 20-minute treatment. Yeah, fuck you. We've got three feet of Seriously. foreskin over here. An say. hour and... Ch- how long? An hour and 20 minutes body with dick draping. on your forehead. I could do it in we five. Can, we can do body draping. <laughs> you give I could me, do it, I could you do give it me 30 seconds and about five strokes. I'll take care of you. I'll do it for a hundred. <laughs> I can under I can undercut this in no time. I'm very excited right now. <laughs> Light on penis, Jesus. heavy on sadness. What the hell is going on? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Yeah. Over the sound of my giant <laughs> yes, and, throbbing erection. Okay. Uh, what, do you have anything else? No. Jeez. I mean, fuck celebrities. Just I all every. I know. It's just insane. Fuck them and the ridiculous money they don't know what to do with. And People that's a, starving, and they're putting fucking dick cream all over their face or whatever it they're is. They're just bored. Yes, it's just that's bored. Thing. Yeah, it's just bored. Fuck you. They're just bored. Well, I got $650 to blow. I guess I'll put Korean dick butter on my face or whatever it is. <laughs> well, there we go. Jeez. We got there. We finally <laughs> got there. God damn it. Easy to get Korean dick butter. There we go. <laughs> That'll do it, kids. That'll do Everybody it. Everybody hates... Korean dick butter. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that being a good sound bite from now on. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck yeah. You. And fuck you. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, this ATM started spitting out $100 bills and people lost their minds. What? Uh, an ATM started spitting out $100 bills. Making it rain. And now Bank of America is letting them keep the money. What? Yep. Really? Well, yep. they'll never get it back. How the hell are you going to get it back? Well, they've got cameras. Anyway, um, so, yeah, where was this? Houston. Houston? 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 Houston. Um, <laughs> no one's going to get that. No. <laughs> so, uh, it was over the weekend, around Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, this ATM in Houston, Some the guy... Uh, let's see, what what the fuck happened? Anyway, so instead of $10 bills, it was spitting out hundreds. Oh, man. Because Jeez. the guy that refilled it put the shit in the wrong slots. Oh, uh, fired. <laughs> Whoops. Yep. Whoops. Uh, police eventually sent a few guards to the ATM to make sure no one withdrew any more hundreds until Bank of America could open the ATM and discover the problem. Someone accidentally stuck hundreds into the ATM's $10 bill slot. The bank wouldn't disclose exactly how much money was lost in They've the debacle. But according to a statement, they won't be asking anyone to return the cash. It can't be more than ten or fifteen thousand, and that's nothing. Right. I mean, so you're, you're saying he put it in the wrong slot? Yes. Indeed. <laughs> That'll happen. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. It, yeah. Any way you want. <laughs> Generally, it'll let you know, but sometimes it doesn't. Um, <clears throat> oh no, they'll let you know. Yeah. Steve Austin is texting me, and I'm trying, trying to record the podcast. Just tell him to stop. He wants to know what self care is. Um, <laughs> What? It's a it's a masturbation joke. Right? I know, Michael. I got I got the goddamn joke, Michael. Like anytime Steve Austin says self care, yeah. I assume he's talking about masturbation. Anytime he says literally at, anything. At which point do we address his stalker issues? <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> at which point do we address all of his issues? Yeah. 
That's like the least of his issues. Well, I mean, if anybody's listened to his two episodes, Jesus Christ. <laughs> They're well acquainted with his issues. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then I've got this one. A Buddhist monk was arrested for having Kim sex parties in his temple. Let's share the milk of human <laughs> kindness. Yep. So, um... A bad boy Buddhist monk named Master Kai Hung, <laughs> or Master Kai Well Hung, if you will, uh, was the secretary general of the Chinese Young Buddhist Association until a few weeks ago when police raided the 29-year-old's room at Chongfo Temple in Taiwan. <laughs> God, Brandon, what are you doing? Jeez. What are you it's his cousin. What? William Michael, Hung? What are you doing? I'm doing... I'm doing <laughs> it's his cousin. Did you just play William Hung on this podcast? Talk to me. Yes! Well done. Yes. Well done. There we go. Two-bigs! 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 Okay. What they found, the police found, was 19 grams of amphetamine... Smoking pipes, condoms, anal relaxants, erection medication, and a bottle of, quote, holy water filled with lube. Up your butt. Wow. Yeah, well, okay, so in a minute. They also discovered two USB drives that contained over 200 gigs of porn. Wow. Including, including male-on-male sex videos that were made by and starring Kai himself. Huh. <laughs> yup. <laughs> well... So, the spicy footage was published by Taiwanese news outlet Mirror Media. They're on your side. Uh, they're on, they're on, on their backs. Uh, last week. And appears no, to show the so monk. No, no, sounds like no. they're... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but bent over. Uh, and appears to show the monk smoking meth, sweating profusely, and just... <laughs> ju- and just... <laughs> And, and just generally rolling around on a bed with other men. It's not clear where or when the video was filmed, but the original report quotes a source as saying that Kai was a longtime drug user who held sex parties with other Buddhists at the temple where he was previously based. He, yeah, well, <laughs> yep. So... You know what hurts the most is yeah. the, the lack of respect. Yeah. No, it didn't because they had the anal relaxants. <laughs> I don't think it hurt the most. Um... Yeah, so Kim sex parties, that's a thing, apparently, in Buddhist temples. Uh, sometimes. Real talk about anal relaxants. Uh, um, what? What? Wait, what? Real, anal relaxants. Um, do you, what? Did you just lose all control? <laughs> <laughs> that's, I've got my list for next Christmas. <laughs> William Hung. Yep. As a holiday. Hung for, for the, the holidays. Hung for the holidays. <laughs> yeah. I just got <laughs> I'm just sending that to you next year. As my, uh, do we've got to listen to just a little bit of I it. don't think we do. Right, here we go. Play it. All right, here it is. That is terrible. <laughs> I'm downloading that. On, I'm downloading that on Apple right now. Does he do like Silent Night or a Holy Night? Does he do a Holy Night? He does. Oh God, play that oh. one. Okay, here we go. No, he doesn't. Oh, he doesn't. Oh, damn it. Oh well. 
Hmm. All right. Brad Wales. Hung for the holidays. That's it. That's all I've got. Okay. You know Dasher and Dasher and Dasher and Dasher and Dasher and and Dasher and Dasher and Dasher and Dasher and Dasher Welcome, welcome to the podcast, Michael. <laughs> um, man finds a Tinder date, um, matches with this woman, and oh, uh, no. tells her to um, they're going to meet up. It's his sister. No. no. Tells her to wear black. It's his mom. Just will you let him? God damn it! <sighs> and then the 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 woman then proceeds to text her friend, and here's the the text message. Anyway, uh, this guy was like, wear a black dress and I'll surprise you. So I was like, oh, romantic. Chatting in the car. It's going well. My name is Baphomet. (laughs) Until we turn. (laughs) And I'm like, this is a weird place. And then I see the sign. Sign. Oh, God. The sign. Says crematorium. Whoa. Pulls in. And I'm like, are you out of fuel? He goes, nah, I just really needed somebody to come to me with this thing. Come what? come to this thing with me. Uh, wow. And I thought you wouldn't come if I told you. Pulls in, and at, at this point, I'm like, fuck, I've got no way out. So I'm like, fuck, uh, what's the worst that could happen? It's his grandma's funeral. Oh, oh boy. What? Um, yeah, dudes, don't do this. What a shithead. So they were all... Nope, nobody really cared at the. What's funeral. wrong with you, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> Throwing puppies and now this. He just introduced her to, as you know. This is Emily. Um, she didn't meet the dad, but uh, the the mom was on some kind of medication, Xanax or something. Um, anyway, he cried and had, and I had to comfort a total stranger. Um, as he said hello to his family. Turns out his girlfriend had left him a few weeks earlier, and everyone had been looking forward to meeting her, so he looked for someone to fill the spot. Wow. People are sobbing, and I can't believe... I can't leave. I'd be a massive dick. So for any of our lesbian listeners, there's a new lesbian out there now ready for... Uh, <laughs> it's available. So she stayed for the God. for the entire service. What, um, a, what a dickhead. No, him, he was the murderer. Had, had him take a... Uh, had him, him take her home before the um, before the wake. So. Wow! Wow! <sighs> well, that's uh, that's not great. No, that's that's not that's not it's great. Really not great. No. Yeah, that got a little dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Let me see if I can find a better one. Thanks for bringing the podcast down, Michael. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. All right, guys, I'm out of here. <laughs> Where's Casey? You need to so anyway, uh, Buddhist Kim sex parties. Where are we at? <laughs> <like those? laughs> Jeez. We, we, we need some more of those. Don't you sell. Making love to blow up dolls. Not as good as advertised. <laughs> <laughs> My God. It's this little, little drummer, drummer boy. boy. No fucking way. No, no way. We've got to bring up the spirit a little this bit. This is the worst Christmas song in history anyway. 
Uh, where are we at on uh, We Three Kings? I don't like That's it. pretty bad, too. Yeah, it's terrible. Even Sufjan's version is not It's not oh, good. Man. Come, they told <laughs> me, Paul, rum, pom, pom, pom. We need a little pick-me-up. I'll be here all night. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? I'm downloading that album right now. <laughs> yeah, okay. Absolutely. Uh, in one Chinese city, costly streetlights could be a thing of the past. By 2020, the Tian Fu New Area Science Society plans to launch artificial moons uh, to light up the night sky. What? Yep. If the plan goes through, the so-called illumination satellite could orbit above the Chinese city um, and glow in conjunction with the actual moon, but shine eight times brighter. So they're launching basically satellites into the sky to create artificial light for night. Huh. All right. Hmm. So neat. Yeah. Good on them. Is it? Plane's going to die anyway, so might as well enjoy <laughs> it. No shit. <laughs> so, yeah, it's that's hmm. that's what China's doing. <laughs> China update. <laughs> Speaking of China, here's some more. <laughs> <laughs> he has a rendition of We Are the Champions. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's play that. No, let's not. All right. Woman spends three months in jail after cotton candy mistaken for meth. So, Florida woman. <laughs> of course. Of course it is. A uh, uh, woman suspend, uh, sued you Georgia meth. County. It's either Florida or Martinsville. <laughs> In Georgia County, claiming she was uh, jailed for three months over a misidentified bag of cotton candy. Wow. Dash of Fincher. Can you not just smell it or taste it? I don't know if I'd want to taste meth. Does What does meth yeah, smell me like? me either. Anybody know? <laughs> Battery acid? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Ibuprofen? Sudafed? <laughs> I don't have any idea. Yeah. No clue. Ibuprofen. Good. Steve Austin, Austin, what the it, fuck it's made out of? Steve Austin, what does meth smell like? <laughs> <laughs> green beans, green beans, Jesus! What did he send you a picture? Oh my god! I wasn't even going to bring it up on the podcast. <laughs> what? He didn't. The absolute fuck is this guy's problem? I don't know. <laughs> I want to see this. I ha- god damn, man! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Steve Austin sending his dick pics <laughs> to the bastards as they run. I do time after time. I've done my sentence, but committed no crime and bad mistakes. I made a few. I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, William Hung, you beautiful man. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cotton candy. There we go. <laughs> that about wraps up cotton candy time. Alright, so we pause until uh yeah, what's his name gets here? Let's pause. Let's pause for station identification. God. What is your life? Steve Austin. <laughs> And we back. Casey, you little bitch. And what up, bitches? It's about goddamn no fucking shit. time. Peter's brother. I am a man who will fight for your honor. I 
Touch me. Damn it! I gotta download some Satara. I know. Damn it! Every once in a while, man, you just belt that shit in your car. Easy as fuck. Uh huh. Oh man! All right. All right. Um, What are we talking about tonight? What are we doing? Why are we here? Let's go uh, further (laughs) up, further in. Further up, further up, further in. Yeah. Yeah. Shebangs! Um, Shebangs! <laughs> so, um, this is a Patreon uh, exclusive topic. Uh, Natalia Marfil. Yep. Um, What's up, girl? So, she chose this topic, and the topic is uh, <laughs> rebuilding church. So, it's just so. <laughs> Makes me so uneasy. Go ahead. Um, yeah, we talk about Steve making us uncomfortable. So ill at ease. He makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> the uh, okay, so the idea is rebuilding church, and the question is if you could hit the reset button and start the modern church over from scratch, any way you see feet, feet, feet. <laughs> you see feet, any way you see feet. Well, there's a Michael Freudian fit, slip. You know, dancer uh, and dancer and. Will you stop it? What would it look Damn. like? <laughs> what would it look like? What gets thrown out? What gets changed? What gets kept? Nothing. Burn it all down. Next question. Um, yeah, I was gonna say what, what's the next. That topic? was Brad's joke already. Yeah. Um, she's and she kind of said maybe because I'm so cynical, which I hate. At this point, I do not Same. see a way to fix the church. There isn't. Yet deep down, <laughs> I do wish I I could believe in it, buy into some faith tradition. I don't go to brunch. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus was a fictional character. At some the point, you'll stop watching that. Next yeah. question. So the idea was, um, <laughs> hey, where's Lucas? Yeah, what happened to Lucas? Where Lucas, is <laughs> Lucas. Lucas is sitting on a toilet somewhere. <laughs> sitting on a toilet with a trash existence. can in front of him. Yeah. Cough, sh- cough shitting into a toilet. What is this song? It's a Lucas song. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, God, I always forget that. You always do. <laughs> what is this fucking shit? <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so, so we wanted to bring in uh, Brian Andrus. Two experts. Brian Andrus. Um, <laughs> two successful pastors. <laughs> One. <laughs> thought we'd bring in two people that actually... <laughs> Thought we'd actually bring in two people that think the church still has any substance yep. to it. And then Joshua Casey as well. Um, and then we were going to bring in um, Lucas Allen, but uh, who knows where where he's at. He, he is actually uh, dropping a deuce. So I do have some notes from some other lay people that are from the pub uh, that we'll all interject later on. But... Um, can we just put a ban on Steve Austin? Can we just block him well, right seriously, now? Seriously, my God. What a terrible human being. He just wants you to say his name. Yeah, he does. Yes. Well, oh, we have. He's a terrible geez. person. There. All right. You know, the, the person who ought to be f- upset about this is Billy. Yes. <laughs> Billy is the one. And Billy knows that it's a direct correlation. The more Steve Austin gets uh, mentioned, yep. the less, less Billy, Billy gets. Yeah, I know. Sorry, Billy. Even, even bad anyway, press is good what, press. What right? are we talking about? <laughs> okay. Um, well, Re- not, not rebuilding the church. 
Let's 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 start on a on a positive note. <laughs> well, we can't one? talk about the church. Right. What else? Well, you got? We could talk about the price of gasoline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Throwing yeah. it on the church. Yeah. And what would it burn. you? What 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 if anything? Maybe we should def- define what the church is. Yeah, should we let's do that? Define some terms. <laughs> All right. Let's let's let's. Uh, All right, go, Michael. There you go. Josh, you want to define terms? I was, you. Go for it. Here's why we had these guys on. We should talk about that. Right. Because we all kind of, all of us, and Lucas comes from an even different perspective, but he's shitting his brains out. So Paul <laughs> um, Jesus. So, yeah. yeah. Paul Jesus had some bad tabbouleh, apparently. Um, so, uh, we all come from different sort of, I don't know. We're in different places, I think. In some ways, similar uh, yet different. Similar yet different, as far as what we think of the church, what our involvement in the church. Right. Um, <clears throat> Josh still goes for some reason. Uh, Brandon, you still have a house church, so you still do church. just house church. Yep. Yeah, you still do church. Uh, we we don't. Um, I generally watch soccer on Sunday <laughs> mornings uh, when I'm not working, so that's my church. Um, I engineered a new job where now I only have to go twice. A <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Praise Dave, a lot. You're welcome. Um, Praise a lot. Yeah. So, you know, and we were going to have Lucas on because he's a pastor at a church. And yeah. so, you know, he had a really legitimate uh, thing to add to this, but he's not here. He shouldn't. Um, so, have we mentioned Lucas is on the toilet? Yeah. Have we done so, that? you know, that's, that's why we decided to do like a more of a round table. Uh, with this because I think we all have different perspectives. Uh, Josh, the more liturgical side of things. Um, yeah. Yep. And then Brandon, you come from a, I don't know. Well, like, I come from a different perspective because I never, I think, did all of you guys go to Bible college? Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't at all. Yeah. And so I, I mean, I. Yeah. And look at us now. Yeah. Look how successful I, we are. I'm sitting of, in a living room drinking beer. <laughs> I ended up as a layperson <laughs> in the church who left the church and started a church as a layperson. Mm-hmm. So come in from a little bit different perspective. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so when we talk about the church, what, what do we want to talk about the building? We want to talk about the congregation? Yeah. So what do we... All of do, it. All of it. Well, like, because I, I, one of the things that, that I was thinking about is that, I mean, we can't... Is this is are the things that we would be changing happening in a vacuum? I mean, because you can't, you really can't un, you can't disentangle like yes, all, of, all of Western history and politics. That's what we're doing here. <laughs> our moral, our moral imagination and our philosophy is bound up with what has happened in the church, and around the church, and through the church, and. Yeah. Imagine a world. Way, way to complicate it, Josh. Uh, well, yeah, that's the thing. Like you were asked this question, it's like yeah, no, I, mean, where, I get what you're where, saying. Where do we insert like? I mean, because if you if you step in anywhere and change stuff, right? Exactly. Where you insert? And she Um, said, "Not there." Because if you if you if you step in anywhere or anywhere, (laughs) you come back and Biff is fucking running the world and Marty doesn't exist. Like, yes. I mean, what do you change? Nice reference. Yeah, I know. So are we? I mean, because we're not. You know, it's funny because you know everybody, not everybody, but the you know I think in the night the mid to late nineties when we were in like Bible college and then the early two thousands, you had this kind of fake movement in evangelical circles of we're going to get back. We get, let's get back to the first century church. Yeah. Well, you fucking can't like, I remember there was a, a giant mega church in Indy that I don't know if they're there at one point they're 
uh, tagline was a twenty a first century church in the twenty first century. Well, fuck you. No, it isn't because this is the twenty first century. Yeah. It's not the first century. It's not that none of that makes any fucking sense. Um, but there was a big movement along those lines, and so I understand what they mean by that. But at the same time, kind of what you're saying, like, like you can't. There's so much distance between those two things. A, we really don't know what the first church was like. We have no fucking idea. No, Brad, we have the book of Acts. Yeah, it tells us exactly. Yeah, exactly. By the way, my yeah. first thing I would do when I redo church, I'd burn the book of Acts to the ground. Yeah, and never, I, I would get rid of it. I'd, yeah, evic- I'd evict it from the Bible. Yes, yeah, That has been abused probably more than any fucking book in the Bible. Other by, than, other than, than Saul's conversion, I'd be like, that's, yes, that's a mystic. He was a mystic, and this yeah. was his mystical experience. Move on. Yeah. So... I mean, you can't, it's a really hard question to, to go if, you know, how far back do we tear down? What would let's we just, just, just do a hard reset. Let's just, let's just, so you're asking what would, are the... so is Lucas actually Jesus then? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Lucas okay. is Jesus. No, I'm just saying right now, let's say that the Bible stands alone in terms of, you know, just like the cheese, we can, add, we, we can, we can decide what we keep and what we don't keep. I mean, there are things that, that you know, are rooted and maybe you want to keep the rootedness of some of the liturgy and, and the, the hymns and stuff. If that's what you want to keep, that's fine. Um, I'm, I'm not even sure that the question is like, what do you keep and what do you don't keep? I, I think there's more foundational questions that need to be considered. And of course, I think Josh is right that you're dealing with historical, you're dealing with cultural, you're de- dealing with his- societal. And a lot of that has, um, brainwashed people into what they should expect from church. Yeah. You know, I, I would probably go back and ask the fundamental question of does church even matter? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not even at the place where I'm like looking at it saying, what parts do you keep? I'm asking, is it even, is it, necessary? is it necessary? Yeah. Because, you know, one of the things that I, I was thinking about probably a decade ago is, that if you look in the entire New Testament, the word ecclesia, which is church, yeah. um, is mentioned two times. The kingdom of God is mentioned 120 times. Right. Yeah. And e- even if you look at the word ecclesia, it, it means nothing, nothing mm. remotely close but, to what. But there's so many hipster churches named ecclesia. Yeah, exactly. Like, or mid, 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 uh, middle-aged adult Sunday school classes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I would go back to asking the question of, you know, if we're going to just have kind of like this agnostic amnesia of not knowing anything that's leading up to this, and if we're to reimagine something moving forward, I would say you have to start with asking the question of what, I mean, is, is the word church even important? And, it, and if it's not, then what's important? To me, that's the fundamental question. Yeah, I think and so, so too. I, I would say that you don't even believe that yourself because, I mean, you right. belong to a house church. Josh is still attending church. We three dicks right here coming together once a week um, to talk about God. On some extent, we all through all five of us at this table have some craving for something more. And, and, and I think and that you can have that community. craving, but I, I think that the, I think it's been misplaced. I think that, you know, Anytime that you say, you know, we create this word church, you're automatically going to create this vacuum for power. You're going to create a vacuum for money. You're going to create a vacuum for importance. You're going to create a vacuum for we versus they. You're going to create a vacuum of, you know, uh, self-righteousness. 
And unfortunately, that's what we've ended up with over the last 2000 years is whenever you start thinking in terms of entity versus uh, purpose, then all of a sudden you've completely gone off track. And so, you know, if someone is coming to me and said, if we're going to rethink this entire thing, I would say, don't think entity, think purpose. What is your purpose and function? Because you have a lot of entities right now that have absolutely no purpose. Absolutely. I would agree with that. So, so let me ask this, um, to you two specifically, what is, what is your purpose for, for continuing going to church? What is your purpose for, for, for the house? Yeah, Josh. (laughs) What? I mean, (laughs) I mean, do do you feel like there's a purpose or is it, is it just, uh, is it just to go? You know, it's funny. I've been thinking about how there are, there's sort of like two, you know, like choose your own adventure paths with this, where it's like, uh, uh, there are two possibilities either, you know, assuming if you assume that like God doesn't exist, then this is just like a historic phenomenon and it'll eventually die like all other institutions, all other things Mm -hmm. like that. Um, which fine, you know, faster, the better. It seems like with a lot of things, with a lot of (laughs) parts of it, but if it's somehow created and governed by some sort of like mystical divine being, like then you have to like that's another choose your own adventure is is that divine yeah. being partial to the Jesus story or is the Jesus story just one of the stories that it's partial to and and like anything that gets you that direction um you know toward works of love and towards a trying to create a better world like that that it's on board with that and so like that that you know that started bringing me to the question of can can the Jesus story exist without churches like why do I keep going to church because it's the it's the place that tells the Jesus story and that's the story that it, it doesn't just Does like it though it can't it's the place where you're supposed to be able to find it and and like the reason why I think all of us became pastors or at least one of the reasons why we kept doing it longer than maybe we should have is because we kept thinking that if we just tell it better. Yeah. Yeah. Because what people mm-hmm. want is a better story. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's this, there's this old, uh, uh, illustration. I remember of, uh, um, cattle, like cattle ranchers out in, in, um, uh, Australia that they, they didn't, they didn't put fences around there and like multiple ranches would come together. And instead of using fences, they would just make, they would just build wells because there's so few resources out there that the cattle would just gather to the wells. They didn't need fences. So right. like if you have some, if you have the water, if you have yeah, the life, right. You don't need the fences. So like, is there this place that has that has life and has the story? Because this is the story that essentially is the scaffold I mean, so, of my existence. So what you're saying is you still find you still find that in it. I still find meaning in the Jesus story sure. and every once and I think that the that the church in its best moments has the potential for that sacramental experience sure. that like that that kind of like shot of lightning. Yeah. And it always catches me when I'm off guard, not when I'm ready for it. Yeah. And and so that's partially why I'm also okay only going twice a month because it's like you know what I don't need to go four times to get this at some point it'll catch me and I'm not going to be there like I'm not going to right you can't manufacture that shit anyway yeah Yeah. Brandon what do you feel like the purpose of your house church is yeah I mean kind of going back to what Josh said I mean I think that you know if if there's some iteration outside of institutionalized church you know, the question is, what is it? And I just keep going back to the kingdom of God, which, you know, it kind of, a, it's kind of antithetical to everything that the institutionalized church actually is. And so to me, you know, that becomes um, people walking together, 
you know, and, and people walking in, in grace with one another and in love with one another, um, walking in mercy with one another at the, we, they's completely obliterate people who don't have all the answers is gone because people are seeking and searching together. And, you know, I think that it kind of, uh, levels the playing field as well. And, and I think that that's what I found in my house church is that whenever we are just friends who are sitting around the table and we're breaking bread and we're seeking truth together and there's no pretentiousness and people are hungry for finding that, that it, it seems more like the church than going through the rote routines every Sunday. And, and, and I, I don't want to denigrate ritual because I, I think that there is beauty in ritual, but when ritual becomes a uh, ritual for the sake of ritual, then it loses all meaning. Yeah. You know? So, so I would say, you know, ritual has, in my mind, um, ritual sacrament, which I could make the case that we become those things the way that the current iterations of them have to be secondary to what we're actually becoming together and what that looks like as we're seeking truth together. And so what I would say is that for me, it starts looking like relationships. It looks like, um, you know, all all of the, the problems that we have in the church start going away whenever you have people sitting around the table, breaking bread together. And I've said that for a long time, the future of the church is around a table and it levels the playing field. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to have one person that you're dependent upon. Right. You don't have to have a board of directors that are yes. governing the finances of the, the operation. And so all, in a way, you've kind of already redefined church for yourself. In, that's in, right. In, in that, in that, because even in your description, you were talking about sacraments and breaking bread. That's, I mean, that's that right. in itself is a sacrament. So that's, that's exactly so you've, right. you've already kind of sifted out and, and thought about what's important, what's not important, what, uh, what you have. So you've th- landed where, where, where the, this answer is for you. Yeah. And so you ask what the, you know, what's the point of what we're doing or why are we doing it? It's not for the sake of just gathering together. I think that there's, kind of individual healing that's going on of people kind of walking their own journey and us walking alongside them and helping them heal. But I think that beyond that, hopefully that our house church, our group of friends that gather together exist for a purpose beyond ourselves where there's, you know, I was thinking yesterday I had, I was preaching somewhere at a church. Um, (laughs) um, And there's this line that Jesus, it's like a throwaway line. I don't think anybody ever catches it, but he talks about that we should be gatherers rather than scatterers. And I think that that kind of sums up the gospel for me because you can be unproductive. You can be causing division and hatred and animosity and division and breaking relationships, breaking yourself, breaking your relationship with God, breaking your relationship with other people, breaking relationship in your community or you can be productive and gathering and mending and healing and, and bringing shalom into this place. And I think that that's the purpose, you know, and like I said earlier, and I'm going to shut up. um, Whenever we've made the entity, the end goal, rather than the identity and the purpose of who we are to be, then we've completely missed it. And that's unfortunately where we're at with the institutionalized church is it's become the feeding of the feeding of the entity, but then the feeding, the feeding of the people, right. 
instead of the equipping of the people and the sending out of the people. Can I ask a question about your house, Rich? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Well, Josh, if you were at Brandon's house, church, <laughs> yes. No. Um, like, it, what what keeps it from becoming a, a a bitch fest? What keeps it from derailing? Is there any kind of centering uh, force? Is there a leader? Is there somebody who's wrangling? You know, just keeping you guys from getting drunk and no, man, I, shooting I, I, shit. I, all, all that happens. Um, but why is, would that be bad? No, like, no, no. And that's no, it. And that's it's, it. It's not. But no. I mean, somebody's bringing the the. the I, I assume you have sacraments. We um, have the wine and the bread, but yeah. we have the pasta and the yeah. everything else. But you know, I'll tell you what. Um, I think the thing that I'm finding is that it, it's whenever you've invested in that kind of sacrificial community, it's going to mean blood. It's going to be embodiment of everything of faith because to walk alongside broken and busted people to the level that we are. And I'm not saying that it's perfect because it's not because right, right, right. The second we are dealing with some, the heaviest shit we've ever dealt with. And but it looks like, I mean, it becomes sacramental. It becomes us breaking ourselves open and pouring ourselves out in a real way for each other. It, yeah. We're asking fundamental questions like, you know, what length do we go to in love to continue to offer mercy and grace to a person that is wounding and hurting us. And so it's like in a real way, you can, you can go to church on Sunday to an institutionalized church and you can listen to it. And you can nod your head, you can fill in the blanks, you can do all of the things and you can walk away from it and say, well, how does that really apply? You know, I got to think about ways to apply it. But whenever you are actually sitting in the midst of it and having to work it out in your lives, it's a whole different thing. And so that's the the fundamental difference that I would say is that, you know, if I was going to point the church ahead in the future, it has to look more relational. It looks more intimate. It looks bare bones and raw. It looks like people pouring their heart, soul, guts into it. It looks like people walking along each aside, long, alongside each other, <laughs> even, e- even, yeah, exactly, <laughs> even when it's breaking you and, yeah. and, and you're doing it in love and it's like, it's not perfect. It's ugly. It's hideous. It's, it's, it's the crucifixion. Yeah. I mean, it literally is embodied crucifixion. So is there, is there an intentionality to that? Meaning I hate that fucking word, but I don't know what other word to use. Like <laughs> that's the new buzzword that's overused in the church. But like when you're, when you're having that, when you're there on whatever night you guys do that, I don't know. Do you guys think this is, I'm doing this, this is church or is it just, yeah, we're just getting together with we're friends just, and we're eating dinner and no, I mean, it's, it's, Im- that's, fuck that's yeah. to me what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Like, I, I don't under, I don't know for the longest time I thought, man, it would be great to just have people over for dinner once a week or we once don't every, even sing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> or like once every, or Praise like God. once every couple, Praise God. Yeah, or like once every couple weeks in just just for dinner and conversation. Yeah. The conversation yeah. doesn't even have to be biblical. And sometimes just it's not talk. like, that's right. God damn it. Like if it seems to me and I, I could be completely off because once again, we have no idea what the first century church was really like, but it seems to me that it was just, it was just people getting together around a table. Yeah. That was the entire, it was people that for whatever fucking reason, you know, we, we've gathered together. Now the church quote gathers together now because 
we've turned the resurrection of Jesus into this religious thing where because Jesus is resurrected, we get together because it's, this is the right. real guy. This is it. This yep. is the one. Whereas it seems like they got together because of the resurrection, but because that fucking did something to them. Yeah. They realized, Oh, death to life. I get it. Yeah. And it meant something to them then. Because not, that was the whole point anyway. That was the whole point anyway. That's right. And not a religious, oh, this guy's the better guy because he no. rose from the dead. Yeah. It was, oh Our shit. God is greater. Yeah, exactly. It was never that. It <laughs> was, it was, the best I, it was. Wait, William Hung did that song. <laughs> <laughs> it she was bangs. Like, she bangs. But they, they got together because something happened that affected them in a real life existence. In right. their real life existence. There, because he was alive, quote, whatever, whether that's a metaphor or real, whatever, th- something happened that they were like, oh, I'm free. I'm always, I've always been free. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the whole freaking New Testament. I mean, Paul, how many fucking times in the New Testament is Paul just like, dude, you're free. Like, <laughs> yeah. not do this, do this, and then it's you're free. It's never been perfect. You're it's free. It's been free. Like, you're yes. free. Yes. And they grasped that. The early church got that. And it wasn't a fucking religious thing. It was just people getting together going, oh, man. So, like, what can we do to change the world now? Right. And that morphed over the centuries. And this is kind of what you were talking about, Josh, at the beginning. Over the centuries morphed into, like, this religious shit with all this baggage that has just completely lost the plot. And, like, you, know, it, it's really interesting because I just, I don't. I don't want anything to do with it anymore. Yeah. Here's I the thing. I really don't. Like I was, I was raised. Or I think, not. Sorry. I'm, I wasn't done yet. I'll get there. <laughs> Are you ever done? Fuck you. <laughs> Matt gets the talking stick now. Bobby. Christ. So I have the conch. Yes, exactly. Fuck you, piggy. So <laughs> I, I, we were all raised, uh, at least the three of us, probably all of us were raised to think the worst thing that could possibly happen is you didn't go to church anymore. Oh, absolutely. I still feel that at that point you like you, you could never know peace. You could never know joy. You could never know whatever you could never know God because you weren't part of the church. And what the church was, was this giant organization that you had to go to on Sundays or whatever, once a week. What I found since I left that I felt that for a while, that guilt of man, I just feel like we should go somewhere. I really don't feel it anymore. And what I realized was, oh, I kind of actually feel like I know God better now. Yes. I'm more connected to that divine force than I was before. But just because I, it's not useful for you doesn't mean it's not no, useful I for know, others. No, I know. I know. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm not saying that. But I just think it's, man, I don't know. Like, I just feel like if we could go back, it would just. But what's that mean, though? I mean, you say it, just because it's not useful, useful for him, like it's not useful for somebody else. What's useful mean? So, so to, for you getting together and having that community, you living that life together, um, you, there, there is, is an interconnectedness there, um, that is not with individuals that are, that are on an Island. You know what I mean? That, that are alone, that are, that are just reading books and, and lead, listening to podcasts. And, you know, it, it's a different, it's a different set you know, Brad may not need that. I'm not saying Brad doesn't have a community. He does, but it, it, it's different for you. Mm-hmm. And what you may need may be different from what he needs. Sure. Um, yeah. Well, maybe. I don't I, know. I, I'm not sure. Because I, I, th- I, I think, it, you know, to try to take away the religious 
baggage and, and I'm going to say this and I'm going to actually leave the table so I'm not talking and I'm going to go pee <laughs> so you guys can talk. But, but I think that there, man, if you take away the religious baggage of it, there's a real fundamental humanity that I think that we all just long for. And Absolutely. I think that a lot of people are like hungering for that. And, yeah. and I don't think it's unique to one single person. I think that people really want to be known at their core. And I yeah. think that people want to know other people at their core. And I think that people want to matter. And I think that people want to feel loved and cared for and not judged. Yeah. And, and I think it, you know, ultimately that that's what I'm talking about. I don't want to wrap religious language around it because unfortunately it has this baggage that it's carried with it with judge, you know, it, it judges people. It's angry. It's hateful. It's what, whatever. But do you throw it all out? No, I mean, I, there are absolute, I mean, I, no, I'm not going to answer that because I want other people to talk. All right. So I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mention one thing um, that I noticed from Brandon's Andrus answer. Brandon's Andrus. This is from Brandon's <laughs> to To Josh's, and Brandon talked, uh, and I know there's a lot of overlap in there. So Brandon talked a little bit about uh, um, a community, life together. Um, hey, it's a book. You know, <laughs> Yeah. And then and Josh talked more about coming in touch with the divine. And I know there's a lot of interaction in between both of those, but um, you kind of talking about a place to experience Jesus. Um, and I, I think they're not mutually exclusive, um, but they are kind of two separate ideas. What's going on? I don't know. I have a bad cord or something, buddy. Well, your cord's pulling really tight, for one. That's weird. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Okay. So yeah. Anyway, so does that make sense? Like you're talking about encountering the divine. He's talking about community life together, um, which is encountering the divine in, in each other. Yes, yes, yes. Which, so go ahead. So in, in my own life. Uh, okay. So I'm uh, always reminded of this, this quote. I, I think Rollins is the one that talks about it a lot where it's, it's a, a Spanish anarchist Doretti that, that said, uh, the only church that illuminates is a burning church. Yeah. Um, which he probably meant in a totally different way than <laughs> right. Rollins has appropriated yeah. it, and I then yes. have appropriated it from him. Yeah. But um, the only time that my life started to gain some sort of of um, strength and, and, and depth in its its story, I think, was when I burnt it down. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot about back whenever I was hoping to become a priest— um, which is, yeah, yeah. Um, which <laughs> what, is why, on that journey, which is buddy? why my face, my Facebook relationship status with the church is, is complicated. Um, is, is because like, but, but what I wanted to do is I wanted to have a church of people who don't like the, a church that doesn't exist in order to have people show up. Yeah. Because that's what all churches do is we exist to have yes. people show up. That's what yes. we tried to do. And yeah, it is. That's guess exactly, what we ended up yeah. being? A yes. church that wanted people to that's show up. That's exactly yeah. what we yeah. did. Because yeah. as hard as you try, that is what happens. Yes. But I also think that, man, humankind is, like, we are wired to have something, like, we need to worship something. And and that's, I know that's somewhat of a, of a controversial statement. I think that anthropologically, it bears out. I'm pretty sure the evolution is on my side in that way. 
So, like, we need something to draw us together. That's what makes, that's, like, what helped us beat all of the other types of human. Like, was the our, fact that our we Our religion have, won. Well, it's, it's <laughs> the fact that we have, like, Homo sapiens have the ability. Would you call me? I, exactly. Um, like, we have the ability to believe say homo, something. He didn't, that he didn't say, say Homo erectus. <laughs> exactly. You are Homo erectus. Homo eroticus. You're damn right. Like, I'm, we you have, are damn right I'm Homo erectus. I can't hear you over my throbbing erection. <laughs> Sorry, I can't hear you Thank over you. the sound of my giant throbbing erection. All right. The Burt Reynolds episode is amazing. Yes, yes it, is. it is. Um, So, like, we have the ability to believe in something that we can't see or that you might say doesn't exist. Like, we have, we have that. That's what, that's why we're here and the Neanderthals are not. Like, so, so that is our the brains church, are bigger. Yeah, that too. well, but but that's part of it. Like, that's that yeah. is it. Like, our I, ability to believe in story directly plays into our brain development and stuff like that and so religion and the church might just be an outgrowth of that and paul might have just been a really really good entrepreneur and he managed to like be he managed to exist at the right in the right place at the right time to spread a message that caught people in the like in the midst of proto-gnosticism and in the midst of of some other mystery cults and it enabled to like it it flourished right in there with the poor and the weak and that enabled it to grow i mean so because it reminds me of like there's somebody on the pub there. I'm not gonna. I don't remember who it was, so I don't have to probably call Steve call Austin. Him out this way. It's probably Steve Austin. Gosh, but they asked about secular Advent readings and <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. You know, but the mm-hmm. thing and like at first I was like that's interesting, but then also if you divorce the idea of Advent from the Christ story, what what are you waiting for? Yeah. The Solstice. idea of Christ is waiting. Yeah, and so the question is, do you go back to pagan religions? We've tried that. His name was Julian the Apostate, and he complained that the <laughs> that the uh, Christian poor. We're both taking care of hey, his poor. Take it and easy, Justin Martyr. <laughs> I know, right? And so, like, <laughs> did you say Christian porn? Exactly, no. the Christian porn. He was taking care of the Christian porn, and so, like, <clears throat> the porn. And so, excuse me, Dad, what, I can't see too well. Is that Josephus over right, there? Exactly. So, like, so, <laughs> what do you do with this this innate longing to believe in something bigger than ourselves? Where are we going to put that energy? Yeah, because hey, if we put it into politics, it doesn't go well. But the thing is, Josh, and, and I agree with you, but. 99.9% of everybody in institutional church believes that believes exactly what you just said. Like they all believe, yeah, we have an innate desire to hunger and thirst for God, that we should be God's people. Well, I, didn't say God. Should, I said for a unified, for story. a unified story, they all buy into that. And, and so my, my only point would be is like, if there's something that moves forward, it has to be something. And I know you agree with this, but it yeah. has to be something embodied rather than just something that becomes an intellectual pursuit. Right. Like people can't just assent to it mentally. It has to be something they assent to bodily. Or, so they, then or they end up voting for Trump. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. That's, that's, no, you're exactly right. That's, that's yeah. my contribution. Go ahead and turn my mic off. <laughs> Good job. That was that what you're waiting for? Yeah, pretty much. No, so then do, do, All right. Do back to William Hung. Do more highly evolved humans then not need Jesus, but still, or not need the church, but still need Jesus? Like, is that is that the next spiral? I mean, I would just phrase it up differently. I would say that the Christ mystery. Well, I, can, yeah, th- I don't know. This is going to be the most I, the most radical example all night, and you guys are going to hardly believe that I'm saying it. <laughs> yeah. Come on, baby. Nice. She bangs. She bangs. <laughs> Um, yeah, somebody remix that. Did, did you guys see the post from Jamie Lee Finch today on Facebook? No, I did, I did not. It was a shocker. Um, she went to the liturgist gathering mm-hmm. and she was invited by um, 
Michael Gunger to come up and sing um, Vapor. Vapor, yep. And I mean, I kind of, you guys kind of know where she's at, yeah, like yeah, yeah. with, with her background with right. church and like, yeah, yeah. Strict, you know, whatever, whatever you want to say, probably in a place that many people are in their deconstruction of just kind of rebelling versus everything. And, you know, she kind of talked about that moment as being an opening experience. And, and, and again, kind of what I was discussing, I think that people innately, maybe in that experience for her have a longing and a hunger for that space that they feel loved and welcomed and accepted by whatever you want to call it, divine creator, God community of people gathering together in unison. And so many times our language limits what we're doing. And I think that when, but, but our souls hunger and thirst and long for it. And to me, that was really, I, I think the exclamation point on, on a lot of what I'm feeling, I'm, I'm not opposed to putting language on anything as long as it's not divisive language. I'm not opposed to putting language on anything as long as it's not embracing and gracious and loving. But I think that at the end of the day, you know, you ask, do people innately have a hunger for Jesus? And I say, I think that there's the Christ consciousness that whether people want to call it the Christ consciousness or not, that people want the attributes of what that's uh, giving out. Mm -hmm. And, And so to me, it's like, I believe that that is the Christ. He might uh, we're just calling it the Christ consciousness because that's, that's the language right. we have. Right. That's yeah, right. For it. Yeah. Uh, somebody else is thinking the same thing but down, on the other side of the world. But down deep innately, down deep in our heart, mind, and soul, it's like we hunger and thirst for the same thing. Yes. You know? And, yeah. and that, that's kind of where I'm at on it. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, yeah, exactly. Like what you just said, Michael, that we, 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 um, we call it Jesus because that was the, uh, that was the vocabulary that was handed to us. And and so, I mean, when I think about the, the, all the, the accoutrement that goes with, right. Yeah. That that goes with, take it easy, uh, Frenchie. I know, right. That goes with like, goes with, we, we, Charles de Gaulle, take it down a notch. (laughs) You with the French car, les incompletons. It's funny because I spent some, I spent so much, I spent 99% of my time in church wondering why the hell I'm there, which should probably be an indication I don't need to go anymore, but I do have a family and they all like to go, so we keep going. Sure. And, and for, I think there's merit Michaela, in that, by well, the way. And, and for Michaela, yeah. we've talked about this a lot. And for her, it's 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 the community, and that's where she gets community. Yes. Yeah. Like the, where else? Where else is she going to go? She has PTO that she was part of. <laughs> I yeah, mean, but PTO is just full of a bunch of freaking the angry harpies, white moms, right? Yeah. And so, God damn it, Karen! I know, right? Seriously, it's God. full of a bunch of Karens. A thousand yeah. Karens it in is. every congregation. It, it is. is. <laughs> and she's run into the said yeah. Karen, so she's like, she's not in PTO. <laughs> God damn it, so Linda. <laughs> Linda. She's oh, back. Linda, Karen, Diane. <laughs> and that's, I mean, yeah, if you, the whole point of things, of of the ritual, and I always jump straight to the Eucharist, the, the whole point of the sacraments, of the, the that one in particular, especially, 
um, is to help you see that this is like this is just pointing to that. Yeah. This is a very, very, very because if you can see if you can somehow manage to squint and like see God in a piece of bread and some wine, you can definitely see God in your neighbor. And if you can see God in the bread and wine, but you can't see God in your neighbor, you're not seeing God in the bread and wine. Like you've missed. You've, so, you've Josh, seen do, you, do you think that? But we forget. Do Do you think that the bread and wine <clears throat> that Jesus sitting around the table and breaking it and offering it? Do you think in any way in his mind at that moment that he meant anything religiously by it? I mean, I. If you're talking about all of the religious ceremony that he it, it had, it had with, a lot of historical yeah, baggage. Of but do you think in that moment, do you think he was thinking, "Man, I just hope that they continue on this ritual for"? Oh no, 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 nothing prescriptive. Which is why I like that was what I rejected in my initial in my initial tradition was that it was prescriptive. It was it was Jesus said, "Do this in remembrance of me." So we do it every week. We don't know what the hell it means. Yeah, so we're right. gonna like I you know There's elders some elder that doesn't know what the they're fuck like, he's yeah, talking they're like, about. Well, I was minutes. in the bathroom this morning yeah, and realized. Exactly. Exactly. I had to do the communion yeah, exactly. but, but isn't that the, I mean, here's something it, from it, our it, daily bread. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that God the biggest it. heresy, right? Right. Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing. Like I, I essentially wanted to be a church that would work itself out of a job. And yes. I think that the God best churches, it. and I think the best churches can still be part of that. I think the rest of them are existing to exist until they fall apart. Mm-hmm. And so in a sense, the church, like what, how do you rebuild the church? You let it destroy itself, hopefully in a good way. Or it'll destroy itself in a bad way. The bad way will take longer. If ev- like every goddamn pastor should be standing up in a pulpit and say, "If I do my job correctly, you won't be here in five years." Yeah, yeah. Like if I do my job correctly, you will fuck off out of here, and you won't need this. But, but see, that's what the thing. It's like for unto all so nations. The, the religious like, language is but, the priesthood of all believers. Yes, but you don't need nobody to, like, fucking you, believes you, that. You, you don't need to yes. attach the religious yes. language yes. to it to say we want to be this embodied people together. And it's like, use different language. Say, if we are going to put this thing back together, if we're going to move forward in something that looks beautiful, that looks healing, that looks like Shalom, then it has to be embodied in a people. And it, it, it's so much more than getting together with the ritual, mm-hmm. the sacrament. We have to become the sacramental people and that's the problem. The evangelicals don't believe in the priesthood of all believers any more than the liturgicals do. No, absolutely believe. not. So, absolutely. Like, None of them do. And so the reason for me, the, and this is this is, this is what I, I kept trying to insist with my students who had never encountered it, who had never encountered liturgy and ritual, was that the whole point of doing this is that you show up every week to be reminded by, about something that you will forget. Yep. Yeah. Because the yeah. moment you walk out of the store, life will hit you and you will forget that we are all in this together. You will forget that that I am Christ to you and you are Christ to me. You will forget that. And so we show up to be reminded and to remind each other. And when it stops doing that, church has is, church is lost its use. Yeah. yeah. And so to what extent does your church do that? I guess my question is, does there have to be... I mean, I think we've talked about this before. I think we had a... It was like a very early episode. Is like this: Is there a point to the church? Is the like, church relevant? Episode yeah. five. Yeah, I would say it was really early on. <laughs> Gifried and Lucas Allen. Yeah, that's right. Can't and, wait, man. But like, <laughs> oh, shit. that's why he didn't show up. <laughs> like, I'm already too. I'm already giving this shit. Eighty-two, eighty-two, eighty-two. It's more than eighty-two toothpicks, right? Um, <laughs> there's four left in the box. So, you know, I, I what I struggle with is. How like does does any of the, is is the church even remotely fucking necessary now, or can people just get it in a bar with their friends? 
The church is ab- absolutely not necessary. That's what o- I'm saying. O- only to the extent that they become what they are intended to be. If if that happens, then absolutely. There's a place of life. There, there's a life-giving place that's pouring itself out and breaking itself open for all people where you actually see the crucifixion and resurrection embodied. And to that extent, yes. But to the extent that you make it exclusionary or that you make it, we've got it and you don't, absolutely not. Because you're right. It can happen in a bar. It can happen with friends who are living life and saying, you know what? To, to the greatest extent that we can extend love out to these people, we will. To the extent that we can show shalom to these people, we will. To the extent that we can show healing and restoration to these people, to the extent that we can help people understand their worth and their value and identity in a God that actually doesn't want to send them to hell but loves them. I mean, whenever you've captured that, then it looks like something that's exploding outside of the church and it looks like a lot more it looks a lot more like Jesus's parables than it does yeah. somebody worrying about the institutionalized brick and mortar, uh, four walls of the church. And, and Matt, you said, you said earlier that if you were Did to I? start a church, you said something, I don't that, remember. Did that I? you would absolutely <laughs> like, you'd basically rip the book of acts from, from the mm-hmm. Bible. And so, I mean, in thinking about that, I, it's You've funny. Really because, offended. You've offended. No, no, not at all. Actually, like, it's, Number one, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> who are you? Who do you think you are? Who the fuck do you think you are? I think that's all. Honestly, I mean, because... Every time I try to do something fun or exciting, that fucking you that, that make book it not starts that with, way. Um, I hate... <laughs> This is such a fucking so much long clip. about the things God. that you choose to be. <laughs> Will you stop so he can finish this? No, but... Because that book starts... In one sense, we think that's... Well, that's where the gospel ends. It ends with Jesus telling telling them to go out... And so then they go and do that, you know, in Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. But like, that means you go into your neighborhood, and then you go into your city, and then you go into the state, and then you go to the world. It's concentric circles. Oh, yeah. No, so hold on. Let him finish. Yeah. But it doesn't, we don't have to do that. The Jesus story doesn't have to be spread evangelically. We don't have to go and tell. Like, do we have to go and tell people about that? No, no. you can get shot in the back with arrows. Well, well yeah, now you are too. Christians by your but love. <laughs> listen, listen to this. That was the best contribution the, all night. The very last. Go ahead and mute me. I'm good. No, that was great. That the was great. very, the final two verses of the book of this, this is why I actually like Acts because I think people have misrepresented it and misunderstood exactly. it. Exactly. The last two verses. Listen to this. Do Do you know what the last two verses of Acts says? No. The end. <laughs> no. Yeah. It says for two whole years, There's 20 more books to come. Paul went to all these countries, all these nations, all these kingdoms. No, it says for two whole years Paul stayed there in his own rented house and welcomed all who came to see him. He proclaimed the kingdom of God and taught them about the Lord Jesus Christ with boldness and without hindrance. And to me that's a complete antithesis of everything else that you hear in the book of Acts that's preached by the evangelical church right there at the end of it, you would expect the the, the main man who launches the rest of the new Testament to be going out and breaking down doors. But for two years, he stayed in one place and welcomed people into his house and talked about the, here's the problem with everything we've been talking about tonight and why the church I think is hopeless as it stands. You can't quantify any of that, and you can't make money off of it. No, that's right. That's, yeah. that's and, exactly and, right. It doesn't pay the bills. It doesn't it pay the bills. You can't. You can't keep a senior pastor on staff. Nope. You sure shit can't keep a youth minister on staff. Um, 
maybe a worship ministry is pretty good, but generally no. Um, but you you can't you can't quantify any of that shit, and the churches aren't interested. I, I would say eighty five percent of churches aren't interested. And the reason I choose that number because that's how many of those fuckers voted for Trump. Eighty five percent of Christians aren't interested in that shit. Yeah, they're not interested in any of the fucking shit you guys talked about. What they want to do yep. is they want to go on Sunday morning for an hour. They want to have be talked out for for thirty minutes. They want their own. They want to be talked at for 30 fucking minutes to hear something they've heard a thousand yes. times before. They want to do the same goddamn Bible studies every fucking they want week. Their, they want their and they want, to hear their, they want to hear the Chris, three Chris Tomlin songs at the yeah. beginning and their one Chris Tomlin song at the end and then uh, some kind of benediction song that gets them revved up to go out into the world and preach Jesus. And they want their own preconceived notion. It's not me. <laughs> you said... Chris Tomlin, I needed William Hung. They want what they already believe yeah. to be thrown back at them and validated. They want to so they, they just want to hear what they already you're, fucking You guys believe. are exactly right. Here's the problem. Here's my biggest fear. If if you're saying how do we move forward, what does the future look like? My biggest fear is that my one hope is that that entity dies. But then there's a vacuum of no one left that's speaking to something that could be. And if this thing dies, which it should, where are people left? Where are the voices? Where are the prophets? They're making where, podcasts. Where, well, <laughs> hopefully. Honest, podcasts. Fucking honest to God. Like, they're, they're doing shit like that. They're doing making podcasts. They're making airing of grief. They're making whatever. They're running soup kitchens? They're yeah. running soup that's kitchens. It, that's they're, all that too. I they're, mean, just, they're doing sorry, shit. I just, stupid like, shit you know, like that. They're, they're not wasting their time on prick. fucking Sunday morning hearing the same shit they've heard thirty thousand times before. They're and singing the same stupid songs over and over again that have zero meaning and are you know vapid and have no depth yeah. to them. But, and they're they're out doing shit that actually is helping people. And I think that that's right. But I think again, one of my biggest fears is that you have people connecting, which is good and people deconstructing together, walking along each, uh, alongside each other uh, in grace and peace and mercy and love. But at the same time, there is not an embodiment. Yeah. There, there's not physicality. There's not the, I mean, and I, I can prove that we long for it because of all of the meetups that people want and crave it. People are long, yeah. will drive hundreds of miles to make it happen. People, people will buy tickets to come in to see everybody that they know from the pastor's pub, right? And it's like, that's the greatest downfall that we have right now is that there's not, again, embodiment. It's like there is the understanding that we all crave and hunger for something deeper than what we're experiencing. And yes, we're all there, but we desperately need embodiment. Yeah. So how many people people do we see? How many people do we see, you know, in the pub, for example, who say, I just can't find a church that I feel comfortable in all the time. Or I found one. I'm just not sure how comfortable I feel in it. Or I found one, but I'm afraid to get burnt or Mm -hmm. like, There's just, there's too, I don't know, there's just too many instances where people have just been damaged by this thing that should have been amazing and has turned into a fucking train wreck. Yeah, yeah how, I mean, I've, heard, how do you, Pete, how, I've heard Pete Holmes say, how did the greatest thing get pasteurized into horse shit? Yeah. Like Ooh, the greatest uh-huh. thing became yeah. the worst thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I, I, I want to, so fucking obviously. Rick Warren wore his purpose-driven <laughs> church book. Yeah. <laughs> All, n- hey, none of us are, are, are current car. pastors <laughs> in getting paid pastors. 
Um, so I, I, did, I, did, I did ask three pastors who are getting paid to be pastors uh, their, what their thoughts are on this. And, and I felt like we need their voice in this discussion. That's what the, the role Lucas was going to play. Um, and, and so I, I reached out to three different R. I. P. Um, Lucas. people. Do you need music while you're reading it? No. Yes, you do. <laughs> sure. Hold on one second. Go ahead. Here we go. <laughs> All right, go. All right. This is from Giff Reed. He says, in short answers, keep prayer, teaching, but not in the 21st century Western way, uh, fellowship, the breaking of bread, Eucharist. Um, the fuck are you doing? Basically, uh, I'm going to have to mute. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. So, 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 so Giff, it, it's uh, prayer, teaching, yeah. uh, fellowship breaking of bread, Eucharist, everything of value and necessity would flow from those primary things. And then pretty much everything else can eat a bag of dicks. His words, not mine. Actually, he said E-A-B-O-D. So you can see a bag of dicks. So are, are we cool with prayer as like a church function I mean, or is that just a spiritual that practice? Mean? I mean, that's yeah. every you know, church like, prays. When, every when church. It, it, again, yeah. it, it's, it can't be the end. It yeah. has to be the means okay. that that's the fundamental problem is everything that we're talking about. I'm not anti ritual. I'm not anti uh, liturgy. I'm not anti prayer. I'm not anti Lord's supper, communion, Eucharist, whatever you want to call it. Those are the means to a greater end, but we've made those the end. Yeah. Faith yeah. without actions is dead is what you're saying. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> well, I think, you know, I think prayer was the whole point of prayer was a was presence that's the whole fucking like yeah. we've turned it yep. into a religious ritual and a liturgy and whatever the prayer was like like when paul says pray without ceasing that what he was saying was just be present in the moment that's, that's right. what that means to be present it was a mystical statement of the the goal is to be present in each moment every moment every day that's what it means to pray without ceasing we've turned that into i mean i remember god churches that i was a part of like oh uh, we can uh Let's have a 24-hour prayer vigil where we're praying without seeing that. Fuck. That's not, it's not somebody showing up at 2 a.m., 3 a.m. to say some rote prayer. It's people being present in the moment all the fucking time every day. That yeah. was the whole point. Yeah. So, like, that can exist without the church. Yep. Like, that's what... So... Uh, I don't know, man. I just Stephen keep, Curtis Chapman said, I did, no, let us pray, nope. let us pray everywhere. So I just day. keep coming back to the fact life. that I don't think the church is necessary for fucking anything at this point. I mean, maybe that's just, I don't know, maybe that yeah. comes across as cynical. I, I, like, I, don't, I, just, I don't want to paint a broad stroke because there could be small little pockets, par- pockets of it. Yeah. But yes. Okay. Let me go to the next guy. Justin Combs. Um, get rid of heaven and hell as the ultimate goal slash punishment. Um, I think we're all in agreement with yeah. that. Yep. Uh, he said, if there's an option to, to create, I would like to add uh, the equivalent to a rabbinic tradition within the Christian faith that helps uh, to say what it means to be a Christian today. This by proxy adds the get rid of um, a get rid of for viewing Christianity um, as a never changing monolith. Yeah. Hey, I agree with that. Um, he says, keep sacraments, whether real or perceived, there's something timeless about those, uh, that seem to transcend, uh, the church's shortcomings. And we, we kind of touched on that a, a bit. Um, I'm not, here's the thing. I'm not against like liturgy. I'm not against, um, some of the pomp and circumstances with church. Cause I know you can, you can experience community in that and, and reading the word together. I, for me, I'm okay with that. If you can be made present through that, do it. 
Yeah. If you can be present by taking a walk in the woods, yep. do that. It, if you may be present by eating dinner with friends, do that. How do you feel, Brandon, as as the church as a, a place of centering versus a place of action? You know? I mean, it's it's absolutely hilarious that we call it communion and it's a forty five second <laughs> yes. ordeal. Yeah. I mean, yeah. where it's a in, fucking joke. Where you take it by yourself. <laughs> where yes. where in that is the space to commune with the divine? Yeah. Where yeah. is that to find your centering space of like breathing again? Well, like, nobody knows how to fucking do no. that, and no church is teaching it. Express yeah. like well, they hurry. think it's <laughs> yoga and and open up to well, demon possession and bullshit like that. <laughs> it and, and, and honestly, that's why everyone's moving that direction because that's the space where people are able to yeah. breathe again. Yeah. Jeez. And then Justin Combs also adds being open, open and affirming is a must. So, yeah. Uh, Brian O'Dean says I'd keep anything that is a tangible reminder of love and sacrifice. Um, I'd get rid of steeples. Uh, seems petty. <laughs> it's pretty Same. practical. But I feel like it contributes to a competitive nature of churches. Um, I appreciate some of the... <laughs> I appreciate some of the symbolism yeah, you behind get it. Yeah, envy. Yeah. Um, some steeples are floppy. <laughs> they can be. But yeah. they don't do anything for me. Some of them are wider than they are tall. Uh, if the only way people yeah. uh, know you yeah, by your church... The donk to you. Is if we're divine, defining back, a landmark... You can't handle this donk. A Christ follower uh, is a space you worship in, then there's a lot missing. Glad my wife was here to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> so a really, um, uh, a really good way to like to totally just make this conversation be exciting is to talk about Russian <laughs> literature. Um, but preach, preach I say nothing's more exciting yeah. than Dostoevsky. And, and books, and books with Tell like me some Dostoevsky, bitch. Sixteen names per person. So, um. <laughs> Oh, Dostoevsky over Tolstoy every day. I'm sorry. No, God. We can fight. I could go either way. So no. Um. So my favorite book that wasn't written by Tolkien is um, Brothers Karamazov. Oh, and um, that book was as dry oh, as dust. Fuck no, oh, it's gold. It's Just great. leave right now. What, no, you know um, what? That book had some great moments. Of Brothers K. I read it like years ago. Really great. I got to the end. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck I mean, off. He did I just die read 800 finished, pages and nothing happened. It was fuck great. you. It's fantastic. 800 pages of like six font. <laughs> I know. It's great. <laughs> um, but like he, there's this, like he says at the very beginning of the story that the hero is Alyosha. And like the whole idea is that he, he thinks he's going to become a monk and, and his, like his elder, his starets says, says, no, you are going to go into the world. You're going to get married. You're going to have a family. You are going to love people. And and not only that, but then you have this this internal battle with him and his brothers and his father, like that that the Karamazovs. The brothers Karamazov. Yeah, right. Yeah. That they are they're all sensualists. <laughs> they, never they never live. heard of her except Eddie. They, right? Eddie, 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 Eddie Karamazov. They were in Ring, Ringling Brothers Fucking and Todd Karamazov. Circus, He's the worst. <laughs> no, that's the brothers. <laughs> Todd's <Polly>. the worst. <laughs> but like, but they 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 fight this idea of their sensuality and and they see their father yeah they see their father like just live his get life your hand out of your patience yeah I see that um and so that so then the question is like is he is he gonna fall to that I that, do yes okay. um I already offered that to Brandon just he shut it down your um, you guys keep interrupting I have me. more points come on Jeez, I know go. so like. There's there's this movement, but then he comes to this this what might be the one of the best chapters in like all of literature is the is the um, the Grand Inquisitor chapter where where he has he tells this like this kind of story about the Inquisition where the the cardinal meets Jesus right after he like comes back to 15th century Spain raises someone from the dead. Will you shut, shut up? up? And and the guy like and he's like you know what look we've given the people what they actually want. 
which is they they want something to worship. Mm-hmm. They want the they want bread. Um, they they want to know that they can survive, and, and they want like we have power. We have been able to take their sins, and they can they can feel at peace because we have we have taken the burden away from them because the freedom you offered is too much. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then like from that at that point, that's sort of the watershed moment where Alyosha decides I actually am going to go out and live in the world. Um, and like things start to change, things start to move from there. And this book that you think is too slow starts to actually move forward really quickly. Mm-hmm. Six hundred pages. And dancer and so, dancer and Rickson. We fucking when mute I, him, please. When I think, like, don't w- mute me. When I think bitch. about our conversation, I think about like that. That is our history where we've 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 started off thinking like this yeah. is what we're going to, and we want we want this power. We want the ability yeah. to 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 make people believe things and to offer them this thing that like they want to believe. So let's give them something. And then all of a sudden you realize, you realize actually the the most powerful thing is just living in the midst of your family in one life That's and right, maybe yeah. changing one person's That's life. That's right. Yes. Sorry, that took a long time, but you know you guys. <laughs> well, it's Russian me literature. So it's yeah. Russian literature. Hey, wake so up, Brad. Wake thanks. up. What? <laughs> hey, hi, Brad. Hey, thanks, Chekhov. Move on, Michael. Brian, Brian, and Brian, and then nothing happened. God damn it. <laughs> Brian O'Dean said, I would keep the artistic expression as a means by which congregations proclaim the gospel and encourage others, art, music, drama, etc. Uh, that's a huge cetera, piece of the church cetera. life. Uh, um, stained glass and hymns, the new and the old, that taught and encouraged people. Nowadays, we have some songs sung uh, everywhere, and the art, artistic expressions haven't been able to breathe or change. Our God is greater. Yeah. Our God we just have some better guitar riffs. Isn't isn't it crazy that Chris Tomlin like how play another U two influential yeah. he Chris is? Tomlin? It's crazy. Mm-hmm. God, oh, well, he doesn't play it; it's someone else. He yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, any thoughts on the artistic expression? Do we need music and and shit in church? Do if that gets it? you there, right? Yeah. If it gets you there, I mean, yeah. If it get, I mean. The whole point of church, I think, should jerking go. off. There, that's the there. <laughs> did, I, did I steal your point? Is wait, that, wait till they start playing the the Oscars music. Well, it's ask, like every time I talk. Hey, let's ask Richard Rohr what he has to say about that. <laughs> the whole point. Just play it, Michael. You're gonna do it. Just play no, it. I stopped. I can train. To, I. I think uh, he was saying that's one step for him. Yeah, one small step. For Michael. Michael. That's a great. He'll take six steps backwards next week. <laughs> um, so I think Laurel. Um, Laurel. <laughs> that's Brandon. Jesus. Laurel. Like, Laurel. Yeah, Laurel. not me. Laurel. I know. It's not Laurel. you. For <laughs> once, it's not you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's whatever gets you to presence. I don't give a shit what it yes. is. Yeah. If it's going yeah. to church, do it. If it's... It, it, but it, be it, fucking honest about that. Too. Yes. Like... Yeah. Be honest about whether the church actually gets you to presence or if you're really just doing it because you feel like you fucking have to because that's how you grew up. Yes. Because that's not going to get you to presence. It's not. Just be honest with yourself. And be honest that that you understand this is what works for me. Yes. But see, it all comes full circle back to the kingdom of God again, which Jesus was not talking about the church as an entity. He he was was talking talking about about presence. presence Yes. Because he said... the distinguishing factor between the sheep and the goats wasn't liturgy. It wasn't communion. It wasn't saying the right words, going through the right steps. It was simply, what have they done? Yeah. And you know, the thing they had in common was that everyone was surprised. Yeah. 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 And, like, and man, you will be in all of Jesus's discussions about who gets in and who gets out. Everyone is surprised every time. 
and why we don't talk about that, I don't understand. The kingdom of God is within you. So it, the if, if you're present, the kingdom of God is present. Exactly. The kingdom of God is present. So if you're going to move forward, don't call it Christian because Christian has never mattered to Jesus. Yes. He's mm-hmm. only talked about the kingdom, which is it, it broke down every division, every label, every yeah. categorization, every dividing, every single thing. It was like, I'm what I, I am trying to walk you into something holy. I'm trying to walk you into something of presence that means something right now. And we don't have to talk about like exactly what it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it's exactly that. Yep. All right, um, Brian Odin also says I would keep a living tradition as opposed to. Is a dead he still tradition. talking? Yes, he is. <laughs> God. Um, at one time, churches were made for a reason. Uh, I can tell he's a pastor. By, by way of whatever resources they had, often they were planted to serve a specific group of people really well, um, like German-speaking immigrants or postmodern hipsters. Um, don't keep the tradition because you've always done it that way. Keep the tradition by serving well uh, by any means possible. Hey, Brad, it's 9 o'clock. Are yeah. you all right? Yeah. Are you good? You know your children I'm, are? I'm getting a little yet. itchy. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. I, I think we need to address the, his last point. And I, I, I feel Do bad. Do you have time he, for that, Brad? I think I feel bad because he's not here I'm to defend tomorrow. No more so, Dostoevsky. Yeah. It's okay. Jeez. All right. Another 30-minute diatribe from Casey over here. God damn. <laughs> you guys didn't interrupt me so much. I believe Tolkien said it best uh, when uh, It's Tolkien and no. Dude, get the pipe out of your mouth. It's Tolkien and fuck you. <laughs> when I read Fathers and Sons by Turgenev. Uh, All right. Uh, he says, I would also keep the role of pastor in so far as it pertains to caring for people and caring about people. I don't think pastors should be running giant empires. Um, yeah. If you want to be a pastor, got to be ready to do uh, people do work people's lives, ready to work people's lives, work uh, in the, people's lives. Yeah. I think Their real lives is hard and uh, and not be worried about where your next capital campaign is going to go the goal should be not to enact change in people but to enact change so i would agree with that point with a caveat of as long as the pastor is honest and says my whole job is to train you so that you don't need me in five years yep i want to work myself out of a job it's not going to happen but i think i agree with him that the pastor shouldn't go away because the whole i think the whole point of the pastor is to train and equip so that people don't fucking need you anymore they're present without you they don't need you to That's be the, the arbiter of presence. If you still feel like God. you have to come there on yes. Sunday morning. Now, if you still want to hang out with the people that you met there, awesome. That's that's yeah. how like community works. Yeah. But if you feel like you have to be there every Sunday, there's a problem. Well, it, it's the difference between someone standing in front of people and like saying, hey, everybody come this way, come to where I'm at, rather than walking in the midst of that group mm-hmm. and just walking with them. That's yeah. the difference. Do you think... In terms for a of reason for a season, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't think pastors are, are going to go away. No, they're not. It, Damn no, it. absolutely I, not. I just, I just don't think that's going to be a thing that happens. Nope. So, are you talking about not necessarily a pastor w- working himself out of a job, but going through a rotation of people to where every yeah. five years they they're on their own? Yeah. I mean, to, I, it's not a hard and fast thing of five years. I just say that as a yeah benchmark. But like, the pastor's goal should be to teach people in such a way that they don't need him anymore or her (laughs) anymore within 
a few years. Not that I ever lasted long enough in a in a uh, college ministry to know this, but apparently, like that's the good thing that you get to feel at the end of of someone having been there for four or five yeah. years as yes. they leave. I mean, I never got to last long, right? Enough but for, I know like, what you, exactly happen, what you mean, yeah, like, like because now it's time for them to move yes. on somewhere else. But it just isn't going to happen because we're too busy building empires, man. Like, like that's it's that's become the entire fucking point is building an empire. I don't know how you divorce the pastorate from that. And the only reason I say that is I think there's a lot of good pastors that grasp that, but they're hamstrung by boards that Absolutely. have to pay the yeah. fucking bills. Yep. yep. And they, and they are not, not been trained if you to do got up else. if you got up as a pastor at 99.9% of churches on this Sunday in America and said and the pastor said uh, my goal is to train you so that you don't need to be here in a few years that you would be gone and out on your own living in the presence of God they would either be fired immediately or there would be meetings of the elder board or the board meet like immediately yeah. There's no, they cannot fucking accept that because that doesn't pay the bills. That doesn't keep the lights on. That doesn't keep butts in the seats. That trains people to think on their own. And that is fucking dangerous And that. But that is what Jesus did. That is what Paul did. Like tra- teaching people to think for themselves, to think critically and to think on their own and to experience the divine presence, not just in a synagogue, not just in a church, like that was their whole fucking point. And I just don't know how you can, I agree with Brian in that point, the pastor shouldn't go away, but I don't know how you divorce the pastorate in, in 21st century America from the organization. I don't think it's possible. I don't think it's possible. I don't think it's possible and not because of pastors. I don't think it's possible because, well, I think sometimes because of pastors, but not always. I think, I think there's, I think Brian, I think Brian is probably a really good pastor just from what I know of him in the pub. I think he would agree with me wholeheartedly that his job is to teach people and equip people to go out and just not need, which ultimately may mean that he gets sacrificed in it or anybody like him. Yeah, because when you stand up to yes. the system, yes, yep. which is easy to say unless you have like three kids. It's exactly house payment. Yes, yep. God damn it! I mean, yep. that was the thing, and that I, was, get it. Yes, I get it. I get it. Totally we still haven't sold it. our house yeah. in Muncie from Jesus six Christ. years ago. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I totally get it. It's because nobody wants to fucking live. Well, it's because it's Muncie. It's but a fucking black hole. Yeah, of it's, sadness, it's and sadness and depression. What kind yeah. of place of filth were you living in? It was actually quite nice when we left. <laughs> it's a hovel. Yeah. It's a drug den. <laughs> don't just, I just don't take a black light into spray it. paint they're, they're on the wall. I just you know I I it's not because of pastors for me and necessarily I think there's a lot of pastors that would agree with what I'm saying, but the yeah. the system you cannot d- yeah. dismantle. I mean Jesus tried to dismantle the system and they fucking killed him. That's exactly that's what's going to happen. That's never going to change. But it's got to be replicated. Yes. over and yes. over and over. It's, and it's got to take people with balls in the yeah. system to say the system sucks. We've got to rebel against it. I'm going to stand against yes. it. Yes, that's absolutely. I mean, Jesus what showed up and was like, "The system's fucked. Yeah, the Roman system's fucked. The Jewish system's fucked." And they yeah. they fucking killed him. Like though. That in, in what killed means in this day and age, maybe means killed most likely. So if you're it's a pastor, you lose your job. The polys you will hire you to work on <laughs> yes. coffee machines and yes, indeed. Just move to Indiana yeah, where people like, drive slowly. But seriously, it just you. it just you you text me where the fuck are you? Yeah, that's the answer. Yeah, Indiana. I know, man. It all comes know, full circle. But I just I I don't know how you can possibly 
I don't know how you can change the system. I think the system, it, just to bring it all full circle, I think the system is completely irrevocably fucked. Yeah. I think what you said about repeating the system over and over again, that would ultimately, in the reconstructed church that we're yeah. talking about, yeah. would ultimately be the role of a pastor or a theologian. Because I don't think we're all like abolishing pastors or abolishing, Absolutely uh, abolishing no. theologians. There, right. there is a role yes. um, in in this tradition uh, that needs to be filled by those people. So long as you're a person that stands against the system, so long as you're a person that stands up for leading the people into the way of the Christ, absolutely. As long as you're like a Dietrich Bonhoeffer that will stand against the system to the point of death, absolutely. And as long as you can keep your, your ambition provincial, because I mean that's Jesus's, his mission was small. It was small time. I'm small. <laughs> yes. He was. I don't think he was trying to change the world. I think he was trying to make life better for the people around him. That's exactly right. And and like then you look at the Book of Acts, and which I, I actually I, I do like as you were saying, Brandon. I think that it's been poorly used, which I think is what you're saying. Yes, that. absolutely. But um, but like that's that's what was happening. And I think that if we can remember, like our goal is to move the people around us and to to change one life, at least ours, if not someone else's. Like that. That's. That's where it is. So another episode would be, so what happens when you're in the system? What does that look like? What what do you start doing? That's what this whole podcast is. Yeah, man. The, I don't the, know. The subversive movement of renegade pastors. You can't because you get fired. Yeah. They'll yeah. sniff that shit out yeah, in 10 minutes. Say, like, yeah. I lasted two years in my last church. Like, yeah. Well, but you failed it. Well... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Jesus, with you, Polly. Brandon turned on me. Everybody hates. I'm Matt. kidding, Polly. Jesus. Yeah, apparently. Hey, Brad, are you good? It's nine fifteen. It is nine. Hey, nine, right, nine I, do, I do have a closing thought before we go into um, the uh, the feedback. Uh, in regards to what what uh, Yoda said, um, to I'm Luke. already putting shit on Twitter. So. Uh, <laughs> so is this episode one forty? In the Last Jedi, when Luke and Yoda are talking about Yoder, um, Yoda, Amish, Amish Jedi, in the Book of Luke, the Last Jedi, the last chapter, um, they're talking about mentors, and Yoda says, "We are um, what they grow beyond," and I think that's what the role of the pastor should be. Yep, in the church. So, all right, good job, Michael. Now that in your <laughs> you can tell us what you think. Yeah. <laughs> the five stars get red. They get red? But one star is dead. Fuck you! <laughs> Maybe you can shut your dick holster. Look what you did, you little jerk! Put a gingerbread man down your pie hole, bitch. What do we got? Uh, one five star. Woo! Motherfucker! <laughs> Saint Force, fuck yeah! Saving the world from the motherfucking aliens! Fuck yeah! I'm very excited so this is right now. going to be another 30 minutes. I'm getting another beer. Go ahead. America! I'm very excited right now. Note to self. I don't want to live. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there it is. Um, Laurel. <laughs> and there it is. Oh, are we done now? Yeah. Uh, 
called Great Show for the Spiritually, quote, I don't know. Oh, me neither. By Alex, the DMBE. Alex, the Dave Matthews Band Experience. Um, hey, Alex. This show is a lot of fun and perfect for those of us who grew up evangelical and left that nonsense behind. If you go back and forth from I don't believe to I'm just spiritual to I believe, I think, then you'll find some good company on the podcast. Uh, when they get serious, they offer amazing insights that I've found to be very helpful for the past three years. Their podcast was a big part of my journey from ardent atheist to the I believe, I think camp. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cool. What a, a new convert. Did you say convert? Yeah. You said I can, I, I believe. Can change. I believe I can fly. I and you can change. Everybody can change. Thanks for shitting on my soundbite, Michael. Or Brandon, who the fuck it is. God, in this goddamn podcast. Jesus. Brad, what do you got? I, love, I fucking love that Brandon has been the biggest sound sound Jeez. offender tonight. Uh, we had an R. Kelly, William uh, Hunt debut. God, duet. amazing. I love it. What are we doing? Oh, what is this? God. Twitter feedback. <laughs> Jesus Christ, stop. Will you All right. fucking mute top, him, please? Top nine. Paul Fodder didn't touch her. At hey, Paul Fodder never Paul? heard of her. At Pastor's Podcast. Irregardless. Irregardless. Uh, <laughs> <God damn> <laughs> That's the whole tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight. Jamie Coker. At Jamie Coker. Coker? Jamie? Never, never heard of her. Uh, at Pastor's Podcast. I could listen to an entire episode of nothing but you giggling over hashtags. Hashtag definitely a Gentile. Yeah, give it a minute. <laughs> Number seven. <laughs> Number seven, deaf a Gentile <laughs> at Swashbuckling. <laughs> wait, Gentile. wait, isn't she female? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, so excited to have a two-hour delay from my school today so I can get started on Pastor's Podcast episode 146. With an extra two hours, I should be able to make it at least to the news feed. <laughs> <laughs> Number six, Chloe McLaughlin at Chloe Mac. Chloe Mac. Loved your nuts. Yes, your nuts Great were delicious. Nuts. Uh, today I, I was listening to Pastor's Podcast while working out at the Y, and I laughed while walking on the treadmill. I thought I was alone in the fitness center. I was wrong. There was an old man on a stationary bike in the back of the room. Hashtag off. <laughs> balls dragging Jesus. on the... Jesus. Uh-huh. My <laughs> God, Michael. <laughs> Boy, you cued that up perfectly. I knew it was coming. Oh. I heard the tweet. Jesus. Number five, Derek Blaylock at Derek A. Blaylock. Finally back in the car with some windshield time. Up next, Pastor's Podcast and Bubbles, Ball Sacks, and whatever. Who? Uh, Her? Had some, had some windshield time driving to in-laws for Thanksgiving, but not exactly recommended podcast with a three-year-old and five-year-old. No. Why? Hashtag Everybody hates. Glorious Pastor's Podcast. Hashtag <laughs> Daddy, what does for fuck's sake mean? Hashtag never-ending dick jokes. Number four, Ryan M. at Pop Pop in the Attic. Hey. Uh, 146 might just be my new favorite episode, and not just because I'm hashtag definitely a Gentile and have the Venus flytrap to prove it. <laughs> Love the reminder that the universe is actually a more exciting and wonderful place to live post-deconstruction, post-certainty. Number three, Thomas Knowles at Knowles underscore TK. T.O.? Yeah, why is How many TK? goddamn initials does I he know, have? Jesus Christ. He's technical knockout Knowles, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tommy Knox. 
at Pastors Podcast. Uh, I was blown away by your restraint every time the word slits was uttered. I know I Peter Griffin giggled. Hashtag definitely a Gentile. Number two, Dan Burgess at DP Burgers and Fries. Thanks for yeah, that. I, I knew it was coming. At Pastor's Podcast, Michael is like an oven with this soundboard. It takes him some time to eat on each episode to get it going. And then at the end, he's on fire and burning. Hashtag poor man's Brad with his bites. And this week, I am Steve Austin. Had some winners. Hashtag it's okay. Hashtag definitely a Gentile. And number one. Laurel. 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 <laughs> oh, what was that? <laughs> Ace Ventura 2. So good. Uh, Beck Ray at Little Ray of Beck. Oh, oh no. God. Oh, Jesus. I was going to. <laughs> My butthole is clenched. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to tweet Pastor's podcast last week, but my hashtag hot penny latte was brewing. <laughs> and, and I had to stay off of the Twitter. Anyways, I'm hashtag definitely a Gentile. <laughs> wow. Uh, well then. Uh, 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 that was that was something. <laughs> That yeah, was that, something. That was a thing. <laughs> well, we paid close God, attention so and we those are delicious. Yeah. Do you like the taste of those nuts in your mouth? I love the taste of these nuts in my mouth. God. Michael. How many times are you going to make the joke, Michael? Man, you know that she intentionally wanted me to make Hashtag, nuts. Hashtag, Brandon is the fifth beetle. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag, Senior Hop Slam. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag, Zap Licky Boom Boom Down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hashtag, Taste My Nuts. Hashtag Logan Paul has a comb over. <laughs> Hashtag light on penis. Light on penis. That's what you said. Oh, I've got that one too. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag Korean dick butter. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm leaving this podcast if that's not it. That's Korean dick butter. <laughs> Hashtag master hung. Why, why, why Korean? I really I don't, know. don't fucking understand. I don't know. No, it's got to be the foreskins of Korean children. Yeah. It just doesn't bring me alive if, else, if cloned, it's anything else. Cloned Korean. Cloned Korean foreskins. Hashtag his cousin William hung. Hashtag Kim sex party. Hashtag Brandon makes me uncomfortable. Hashtag Eddie Karamazov. <laughs> he runs the uh, the gold pawn shop down on the corner. Uh, hashtag Amish Jedi and hashtag Technical Knockout Knowles. <laughs> I've got hashtag, hashtag Elitist Shithead. <laughs> Were you guys talking about me again when no, I was gone? No, it was a Brandon Andrew. <laughs> this is Brandon won't drink anything but founder. I was gonna say no. It was it was uh, Johnny Moneybags over there with his uh, hop slam. <laughs> Want to buy some dick pills? Oh, old Vinny Viagra. For the record, I don't sell dick pills. I should point that out after like three years of harassment. 
Oh, God. Uh, hashtag some enzyme in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep cut. Mm-hmm. Hashtag coming down from the mountain. What? <laughs> 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 Brandon finally descended the mountain to drink our plebeian beer. <laughs> he drank our under $3 bottle yeah. of beer. <laughs> What's Sorry, Pliny the Elder. I didn't know that you. All right. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Hashtag liquefied cloned foreskins. Uh, <laughs> that's Hashtag good. light on penis. <laughs> Hashtag real talk about anal relaxants. Uh, <laughs> Hashtag my name is Baphomet. <laughs> Hashtag, hashtag homoeroticus. <laughs> homoeroticus. <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> hashtag Christian porn. <laughs> hashtag goddamn it, Linda. <laughs> hashtag Todd Karamazov. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, and then hashtag Amish Jedi. He <laughs> <laughs> came across he came across the ocean in a boat. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, hashtag bald Jesus had bad tabbouleh. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag we three dicks. We hashtag dicks fuck you piggy. Ah! Hashtag it's Tolkien and fuck you. <laughs> hashtag my butthole is clenched. And hashtag Johnny Moneybags. Uh, hashtag senior hop slam. <laughs> hashtag zap licky boom boom down. Hashtag Eagle Scout doesn't get you laid. Hashtag suspenders. Suspenders on mine? <laughs> what? On mine? What? Uh, you remember that? That was what I said about my balls. That so loud. <laughs> suspenders, suspenders on, on them. <laughs> Hashtag put it in the wrong slot. <laughs> Hashtag monks sweating profusely. Uh, the fuck was that? That's so much. Buddhist Kim sex story. <laughs> Hashtag hung for the holiday. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be that for December. Oh, for Christmas. Hung for the holidays. The double entendre rocks. Um, Hashtag homo erectus. <laughs> Hashtag a church of Karen's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag get rid of the steeples hashtag steeple envy hashtag you can't handle this donk hashtag get the pipe out of your mouth <laughs> let me say that again hashtag get the pipe out of your mouth <laughs> I have no idea Tell me your name. 
You blow me off like it's all the same. You lit a fuse and I'm taking away like a bomb. Yeah, baby. Talk to me. Tell me your side. You're switching sides like a Gemini. You're playing games and now you're hitting my horse like a drum. Yeah, baby. She bangs. She bangs. Oh, baby. But she moves. She moves. I go crazy cause she loves like a love, but she stings like a bee Like every girl in history Like every girl in history My eyeballs are gonna pop out of my head I gotta, I gotta admit I did not see that when I woke up this morning Really didn't realize there'd be this much William Hogg on the podcast tonight Alright, hashtag the Amish Jedi Hashtag the Holy the, shit the butthole is clenched and hashtag uh, Johnny Moneybags. All right. All right. I've got uh, hashtag Logan Paul has a comb over. Hashtag I'm dizzy. I'm dizzy. Are we still recording, uh, by the way? Uh, yes, we are. Thank God. This um, is gold. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag pardon me, your epidermis smells like burnt cream. <laughs> Now I actually will listen to the first part of the podcast. Uh, uh, hashtag light on penis, heavy on sadness. Uh, the pastor's story. Hashtag anal relaxants. Uh, hashtag hung for the holidays and hashtag we three dicks. Oh man, man! Hung for the holidays. I think it might have to be hung for the holidays. I don't know, man. December. We're gonna pass up Korean dick butter. (laughs) God, there's a lot of homo erectus, homo erotic. Can we do homo erotic? Todd Karamats on it. Can we do Church of Karams? Are we gonna pass up Todd (laughs) Karamats? Can we do William Hung's Korean dick butter? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he's Korean. Doesn't matter. Oh my god! I think it does. I think it fucking does. Yeah. Jesus! I really think it. Wow! Does. My God, Michael! Do we need to go back and edit that shit? You're a monster! <laughs> wow! You're a no, terrible I person. I didn't mean it in that way, but okay. How sure. the fuck did you mean it? I just it meant it as the product he's trying to sell. Like Thasher and Thasher and Kaiser and Wixen. I mean, that's literally vocal Korean dick butter right there. <laughs> Guys, is this the first episode where you have two hashtags? No, we've had no, two we hashtags before. Yeah, have we? Well, I, I'm kind of I'm fine with. <laughs> it's got to be hung for the holidays, and it's got to be Todd Caramon. Todd Caramon. <laughs> it has to be. Two, we could do Todd Caramon's was hung for the holidays. <laughs> too long, man. I vote hung for the holidays. You hung for the holidays. All right. I'll relent. So much goodness this week. All right. If you've listened to this episode in its entirety, hit us up on social media with the hashtag hashtag hung for the holidays or on Twitter at Pastors Podcast. Uh, at uh, Pauline and Brad. <laughs> at the JM Casey. At Pauline and Brad. Uh, absolutely not. At Brandon Andrus and at MJ Basinger. Uh, we're at facebook.com slash pastors podcast. Instagram, we're in glorious pastors. 
Closing subscribe. Closing time. Subscribe, rate, and review our on Apple Podcasts. Check out our website in gloriouspastors.com. Support for this podcast comes from listeners like you. Support us on Patreon. Join the Pastors Club. Get access to our spinoff podcasts: uh, the Pastors Community Church, Hymns of Reconstruction, Turd Talk, Pastors uh, Book Club, Pub Crawl, Special Music, Bites Around. You can help shape the content of the show, like Daniel Zaplicki. And Natalia Marfil. Uh, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash pastors podcast. Call 484 Pastor. We want your questions. 484 Pastor. And we will see you with uh, Steve Austin on facebook.com slash pastors podcast. This is the best song of any of them. Oh my god. I gotta get to the chorus. She lit up a candle. <laughs> and she showed me the way. There were voices on the corridor. I thought I heard them say, Welcome to California. Such a lovely place. Such a lovely place. Oh my god. Alright. Holy shit. Uh, check out our friends, <laughs> Twisted Sisters, on their I- iTunes feed. Oh uh, I think they're on break right now, but go listen to their back catalog. Amazing. <laughs> oh. <sighs> Thanks, guys, for coming on the show. Yeah, man. Sorry, Lucas, you're shit. Fuck your you, Lucas. Out. Check out Josh and uh, Brandon's links in the show notes. Uh, and, and seriously, call 484 Pastor. We need your questions for next week. So the episode's ending, so leave a note. That's why you always leave a note. Oh, God. That's why you always leave a note. Okay, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. I'm about to do you what Lipness get did the music in the late 90s. <laughs> oh, booyakasha! Right in the face! For I am a hey, sinner in the dude. hands of an angry god. Bloody man. Oh, oh my god, is that boy? We are the champions. <laughs> I committed no crime. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> <laughs>